First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. Welcome back. Bienvenidos en Strasvoika. We have a special edition, the Two Beers Birthday Bash. Happy birthday to us. I'm here with Drew as per usual, but also the legend himself, the longest running joke on the pod, the gof, the the 32nd wonder of prom night 2004. He is here. You didn't even get 30 seconds in before making that joke. I mean, that's that was that's uh, irony. You got irony? No, you got nothing. Irony? You know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna quote the great Connor O'Neill, played by the great Keanu Reeves in the movie Hardball. So, Jo, <laughs> you don't, you, you don't know what, what or who or what this is, but uh, you know, it's the longest running joke on the pod, the goof in his back-to-back years of 30-second prom nights. But what, what we've learned from you, goof, is that really one of the most important things in life is showing up. And even after the first kerfluffle, that junior year prom, I'm just blown away by your ability to show up that senior year. I, I just want to thank you for, A, the amazing introduction by Jordan. And Drew, at least I did not have to pay for my prom date. That's so, true. By Jordan, I just, I, just, I just led you in with, you d- you uh, with, with a Keanu Reeves quote, for God's sakes. You, I, you, know I, what? you know what? I'm, I apologize, because to be fair... Hardball is an amazing Meanwhile, movie yeah. that Jordan still hasn't seen. Meanwhile, Jordan's like, who's this G-Baby kid? And why does everybody care about him? Oh, G-Baby. I don't gonna care. Pour, gonna pour one out. I was, I was about to. Speaking Ugh. of pour one out, J- Jordan, I, I'm new to this, but should we, should we crack the beer number one? Yeah, sure. That sounds like a good, good transition. Good job, Matt. Good job. Let, let's, let's assume positions for the two-brew salute. Ready? Three, two, one. Oh, yeah. Oh, there. So, um, I'm I'm on a big German beer kick because I'm just trying to rebel against the pumpkin beers for Oktoberfest. So, I have Bitburger Premium Pills, Germany's number one draft beer. It's a a tall boy, and it is, um, like, I think it's like 5% or so. What do you got, Drew? Uh... I uh, I saw this post by Trogues yesterday that they have their own pumpkin beer, Master of Pumpkins, which we all know that I'm going to be drinking pumpkin beer for the next at least three months. Um, I'm a little terrified that this is going to be terrible, but uh, it's seven. Yeah, they usually don't miss. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's see what we got here. Oh, that's good. That's yeah, good. there we there we. I go. also have a. Uh, to keep my uh, nonsense streak going on here, I got a celebratory bottle of uh, Larceny bourbon that I will be uh, also. <laughs> oh, yeah. I will also be sipping on during this fireside chat we have going on here tonight. I, so. I was hoping. I was hoping that Drew was gonna get a little sloppy. You know, sadly, end. sadly, I'm out of tequila, which is what I really wanted, and I really didn't feel like going back to canals, so they would think I was an alcoholic since I was literally there last <laughs> night buying all this, buying seven cases of pumpkin beer. But <laughs> uh, Matt, what do you have? So I, I'm I'm staying local. 
one of my favorite local brews uh, about 20 minutes away in Hackettstown. It's called Zigmeister. And because it's October, Ooh, I'm drinking their Oktoberfest. It is nice. delicious. Awesome. So that's not like a uh, Sam Adams doesn't own like Oktoberfest. Like anybody can just say no. Oktoberfest. No. Yes. yes. What? So so Drew. <laughs> what? Uh, hold on. Wait wait wait. What? So so Drew. Oktoberfest is an actual event in Germany, and all of the breweries used to make what's called their fest beer in October. Hence Oktoberfest. Is this one of those like hyper hyper gliven uh, <laughs> bullshit bullshit Hep- things? Hepavicen thing? Yeah, yeah. Did you get, did you guys plot this while I was Yoba guy in here? Is that what happened? That this pretty is a real much, thing? Pretty much. Oh, all right. Wow. Learned something new. Right. I literally thought that was just like a Sam Adams thing. Like, hey, it's, <laughs> hey guys, it's Oktoberfest. Yeah, Sam Adams. Yeah. Oh lord, that's amazing. Oh, wow. I'm never I'm never gonna I'm never gonna watch those. Uh, that that random uh, Boston guy commercial for Sam Adams the same ever again. Oh man, that's amazing. Oh man. Uh, all right, so let me set the stage here um, before I hand over the reins to our guest. Um, again, so it's our we're gonna re- we're actually recording this before episode fifty two. We're gonna release it si- a simultaneous release um, with it. Um, that's what she said. Ooh. Yeah, that's definitely our first. That's what she said on on the pod. Um, and then, um, you know, it's basically the format is going to be like a fireside chat, uh, get to know us. We, one thing that early on people were like, why don't you do an intro show? And we're like, eh, they'll get to know us. We're too far gone. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just going to be kind of like, uh, news and notes, like, you know, ask the hosts, open mic, uh, year in review, the highlights and the lowlights, um, you know, what we're going to think about year two, et cetera, et cetera, wherever, wherever the gof, Mr. Matt Creange takes us. Um, so on that note, I'm, I'm going to pass it off. I I'm a little bit scared, but, uh, you know, do, do your worst. M- much like both of my prom dates, you're in good hands for at least, <laughs> the, for at least the first 30 seconds. Uh, <laughs> listen, so, Adam didn't even get to go to prom, so you're, uh, you're at least one up on him. There you go. Two up. I went to both. All right. Oh. So. Uh, so let's give a little background. Why me? Why am I here, aside from the fact that I'm the longest-running joke on the pod? Well, I, I know these guys really, really well. We started all the same classes at Seton Hall together. Jordan and I lived together for two years. Drew's the one who gave me the nickname of the Goaf. That's right. We, the three of us had a 24-hour drive down to Clearwater, Florida for spring I was, break. I thought it was 17. Oh no! It was definitely closer to, to uh, I whatever think the, the way, case was. The way down was closer to seventeen, eighteen. The way back, it was a lot closer to twenty-four. <laughs> yeah, and I, I almost choked on that chili dog, so it felt like a full twenty-four. You were choking <laughs> something in the back seat. Oh, I was. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We uh, we won not one, not two, but three flag football champions championships together, and. I was one of the first 10 listeners of the pod, so I kind of want to start there with both of you. First, how did this glorious Two Beers pod come to come to be? Drew, you want to kick us off there? Uh, yeah, for like 10 years I've been uh, just watching everybody <laughs> – I've been watching everybody else get rich around me with just <laughs> bullshit podcasts that like – I'm like, these are terrible. I was like, I could be doing such a better job than everybody, and then uh, – I really started listening to uh, the Bill Simmons stuff, um, you know, because he usually, you know, he was always just doing sports, and then he was doing uh, 
this podcast, the rewatchables, where they talk about movies, which is like yeah. really fun. So I was like, what a cool podcast. We could just talk about sports and movies and bullshit. I was like, I waste three hours a week talking to you on the phone anyway. If we just recorded it, maybe we'll get rich one day. And then uh, I probably said that for what four four years to try to get this uh, yeah, about kicked three, off. Four then, years, yeah, yeah. Then the pandemic hit and uh, life went to hell. The uh, the Seton Hall University had their shot to oh. to make a run. Me and Jordan are basically responsible for everything that happened because we booked <laughs> we booked we booked our hotel uh, for Albany and then the world shut down. You did. And uh, then he started texting me like about ah oh, we should do this podcast thing and I'm just like ah oh, he's just full of shit because you know he just is like poking at the bear. And one day I just had a uh, I just had a microphone. Am, or Amazoned out to my to my front door, and there we were. Jordan, uh, how long did it take Drew to convince you that actually putting his thoughts on record was a good idea? Like he said, so he it was a it was a three year drum beat, um, which is funny because I said to Drew recently because as much as everyone hears our banter on the podcast, it's all that and more every day of the week. And Matt, you and I talk almost every day of the week as well. Yeah. And it's it's just and and really the thought of why it's the pot of the everyman, it's like I I honestly don't even listen or watch sports talk anymore because it has just gotten to be such horse crap. And it is and it's just the most mundane stuff in the world. LeBron like, took a poop. Skip your take. Next on first take. Yeah, it's like your take. It's like I don't care about your take. Just tell me what's happening and and why and when. Like I don't care about your take. Like, wh- who are you? Like I I'm I watch the same. Like that's the thing that like they think that they know more than the fan and they just talk down to the fan. It's like I I have a degree. I watch as many hours as this crap as you do. Like what are you? You're not smarter than me. Like I can see what's going on. Like. I, I know why this stuff is happening behind the scenes. It's all about money. Yeah, no no kidding. Like, and, and so it was just like Drew. Like like Drew said, we could eat. Like, if we just talk to people in plain terms, like we could easily do this better. <laughs> and then like Drew said, it's like, hey, let's let's also sprinkle in the, you know, the uh, the shows and movies. And so that's when I was like, well, why not? And, and, and like Drew said, it was the pandemic. So I was pretty much half of half of an alcoholic at that point if not a full alcoholic and i was like well why why don't we make it two beers podcast and like over the first beer you know we'll we'll talk about sports and when that beer is done we'll just swing it over to shows and movies and voila and um so that was that was the premise from there um i reached out to my sister mia and i was like hey you went to cmu like help me get kick this off like point me in the right direction. So she talked to her, you know, techie friends from CMU. They pointed us to this cast website, which we're still using. Um, and then a friend of ours who I don't know if she would want to be named or not. So I'm not going to, but like she does graphic design. So she sent us like six or eight logos and drew and I picked one. Um, and here we were. And then I, my buddy, Steve, who plays the guitar, I hounded him. Steve. <laughs> until he made us a jingle and voila we have a podcast well let me tell you something that jingle i think it came out episode eight now when we're in the car my son will sing <laughs> along <laughs> my first kids sing round it too. Take, and and when the song's over and you're doing your little ukrainian hello he's like rewind it i want to hear it again <laughs> 
So that's amazing. Oh, it's it's fantastic. He likes well, everybody... that, and okay, he also yes. likes he also likes the end version too. The the really slowed down Sit one as well. Down. Yeah. For you that first round. Yeah. All right, Drew. Take the funny. Away. Well, it's funny because uh, a lot of people that listen. Well, a lot of people don't even know it's like I, I, when I share it that it's even my podcast because Jordan's name is on the account, so it just says Jordan White, which is probably mm-hmm. better for uh, human resource purposes for myself. <laughs> Clearly, but uh, everyone thinks it's him singing. They're like, "Man, we didn't know Jordan like could could sing like that," and it does kind of sound like you a little bit. And a I little, go, isn't that? I have to go and tell it does. I have to go tell. Well, now if they actually listen to you when you sing every week for the top five debacles. But like it, it kind of has a twang that you have, so I'm just like, no, nah, it's not. But I'll I'll let him know that you uh you think that he's talented like that. Yeah, no, that's all Steve. And and that that's another thing when Steve and I spent hours developing that, and, just, and he did particularly, literally hours. And um, I went over there. I risk I risked it all for. I was in, went over there during COVID, and so did he, so we could have a jam session one day. And by jam, by we, I mean him, and then I could just kind of like give input. And um, and he was like, "Yeah, you guys both like country." So he like added that little <coughs> twang in there. So it, it works really, really well. He he added that. That's not just like a midwestern PA thing. Nah, he he added that. He's not oh, okay. really that twangy. Oh, okay, All he's right. that talented though. I, he very much is. One All day right. when he finishes that uh, ode to his wife, she's gonna <laughs> she's gonna be dropping him. I'm glad you brought that up because that is so funny that he brought that up. That like. Yeah, she's so mad that Jordan got a song, but she never did. <laughs> yeah. Women it. women all around the world were mad at Steve that day. So uh, I mentioned early on I was one of the original 10 listeners, and you've grown a lot over the last year. Uh, Jordan was telling me you got over you know 250 to 300 listeners, uh, certain episodes. What are your favorite types of episodes to do? First off, Jordan shortchanged us because we've got over 320 listeners at one yeah, point. Yeah, that's, that's what I said. Don't shortchange. Don't shortchange us, J.O. I, I uh, didn't. He, he just misquoted me. I, I misquoted. It's my fault. Uh, like, or, or maybe not favorite episodes because the, the format's pretty standard. What are your favorite types of segments? Because you don't do the same thing every week. No. I like the uh, – the, my favorite entertainment one that we've done was the, the Time Machine where we went back. Yeah. Where we went back and did we recasted old movies with today's stars, and then we recasted today's movies with old stars. That was like kind of that's how I originally kind of envisioned uh, the entertainment stuff, doing more stuff like that. It's just a little bit harder, and like there's just so many shows and so much content now that it's just like, well, we're watching them, we might as well talk about them. But that was that was a lot of fun, kind of recasting those uh, those shows because every time like I'll see something now, I'll think about who'd be really good in that role. And then be like, oh, I should write this down for the pod. Yeah, piggybacking off Drew, there, there's, um, there's just been so much backlog, like backlog of content from the pandemic, and I think we're finally almost through the backlog. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was fun, and I think we're we want to do more stuff like that, um, because it's always like we're always fishing, like what could get the most hits. So yeah. we're like, do we watch new stuff coming out, or do we like? watch some old stuff that has a following so like we like even an idea i had to drew was like we should we should spitball and like rewrite like a script or like like hey like take it midway through the movie and like somebody makes you know this decision well what happened if they made that decision the two beers like, podcast choose your own adventure book basically <laughs> basically I, yeah. I, I love that idea <laughs> 
it, it, we we've talked about that. Um, the recasting, we want to do it again. Yeah. Um, it, there's there's the sta- the standalones that we did. I mean, the peaky stuff was fun. It's yeah. just you have to you have to do a separate episode because I mean we ori- we originally were like, are we going to be able to get thirty minutes of content each week? And I mean, after four weeks, we ended up like going well uh, over well yeah. well over an hour. Yeah. But when we were doing when we were doing some of these peakies, it's like, oh, dude, we're we're tipping over two hours. They got to be on their own. So those are those are fun because then you just kind of deep dive into uh, into the episodes. You can do the like all the stuff that like I love about TV. All the minutia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like with peaky, like I loved writing down all the uh, all the favorite quotes and stuff like that, and then rehashing them over and over again. So. So that's a lot of fun. Um, and then, I mean, sports is sports. I don't think there's – it's all kind of it's all kind of the same. I mean, the pit stop is obviously my favorite segment on the entire podcast and everybody's. So that's – you know, thank God yeah. for that idea that you, Jordan you know came what? up that's, with. That's a good point. I, I did want to ask, like, Matt, as so, and I know Drew's non-NASCAR, but, Matt, you're not NASCAR either. Like, how does it play, like, as as people who don't like NASCAR? Like, do you is it interesting? Do you not care? Like – so I'm gonna I'm gonna take this question in a couple different ways. There are definitely topics that you talk about that I don't care about, like NASCAR. And for when you started making it one minute, I started to do the whole. All right, I want to see how fast Jordan can talk and actually get this in. And it seems like you pick winners often enough that you should definitely be putting those into parlays and whatnot. <laughs> um, the boxing, and I'm actually gonna use this little question to me to lead us into our next. Uh, little topic area, but the boxing is something that I had no interest in boxing. Like, if it's on and there's literally nothing else on, I'll throw it on. And when you started talking about different fights, when you're like, hey, it's top rank, it's on ESPN this weekend, it's free, I started doing the whole, well, it's 10.30, it's 11 o'clock at night, I'll throw it on. And it started to actually get me interested in boxing to the point where I now have, you know, poor takes on different weight classes or who should be uh, fighting who. So it, you've definitely piqued my interest there. And then there are other things like The Walking Dead where it's just like, this is season 79 of The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> I just, the last yeah. 10 minutes of the pod, I'm like, all right, I can cut this short. <laughs> so, Well, I think I think one of the best things we figured out, we figured, I think we figured it out after like eight episodes, was that Spotify lets you do the timestamps. So oh, you can just so, click, yeah. So you can just yeah. click through the the timestamps. That's and a lot of that's why I tell a lot of people that are like, ah, I'm not really into boxing. I'm like, all right, cool. Like you can just click through that, like, and you can go right to like a, a part that you you want to listen to. Unfortunately, Apple hasn't uh, caught up to that technology, which is shocking. But I know that you know, was all Drew, by the way. I was when Drew suggested you that. You stop that because er, well, early no, because early you on we always that. did. We always did the um, what's on tap, and we we did that because in our mind we were like we wanted to give people a heads up so they could like fast forward like like oh that topic sounded interesting, but once Drew discovered that and I was like oh this is so good and yeah it's great it's definitely helped a lot because there are definitely weeks where uh, you know I'm only in the car for forty minutes so it's like all right what do I care about let me hit this spot first. Um, and I'm actually going to take that. One of my uh, next topics was uh, the year in review. And I made my own top five two beer podcast moments. And by five, I have a top five with seven honorable mentions. 
So I'm going to start running through a couple of these. And my number one honorable mention was you actually got me interested in boxing. How – what's been your feedback, especially from the boxing community? They tend to be very particular. Uh, what's um, that been like with your fans? I'll, I'll jump in first. Like, And, again, I think – and at least in my mind, and I feel like Drew's too, like we kind of wanted to be the bridge between like the embedded boxing fans and the casuals. Mm-hmm. So I think I think we're a lot mostly we're talking to the casuals when we talk because there's like boxing fans, boxing Twitter is so fickle, and like boxing fans can be very fickle. And like we talk about it all the time, just even with this like Usyk Joshua. It's like fans are going to turn on Joshua immediately. And, like, sure enough, like, oh, he, where's the heart and everything? It's like, dude, he lost. Like, it, it's sports. People lose. Like, it yeah. does, does me and no heart. And, like, sports fans, I feel like, are more receptive to that. And and they want to see it run back. And then, like like Drew said, people are like, oh, why run it back and stuff. So I feel like we hang pretty well with, with the embedded, like, hardcore boxing fans and we get we get a lot that's our most interaction on twitter which is a lot yeah. of fun but I, I i like being the bridge to the casuals too and putting it in sports terms you know so but but other people made that comment too matt about yeah. like Starting hey you guys like have gotten boxing. me more into boxing yeah like teddy uh another friend of the pod like he really got into boxing with us talking about every week um yeah, and I, I, I mean, I, when we started, I didn't know that we, I didn't think we'd have a boxing thing every week. No, but, uh, neither did I. That was it just, totally it just, unintentional. It just happened that when we started uh, our first podcast, it was like, let's do this. The, you know, our our guy, you know, we're the presidents of the Loma Sexual Fan Club, and mm-hmm. uh, Loma was gonna, you know, gonna be in the uh, the undisputed fights. So we were like, well, let's, let's just do it now, week one. You know, it'll be a good time. And then we just started talking and talking about it. And now it just became part of the. Uh, Part of the thing, but I, I mean, I, I, I like the the uh, the interaction with like the boxing, uh, the more more notable boxing like media and some of the boxers we inter we interact with on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, it's been it's been fun. Dan, yeah, they're more our, accessible. Our, yeah, than, yeah, than other yeah. sports like the media and the boxers themselves. Yeah, and they're trying. I mean, they're trying to get clicks and listeners, and you know, trying to get their stuff out there. Uh, we always we always joke with Sean Porter on Twitter. The guy's like a walking billboard for his podcast, the Porterway Podcast. Yeah. I wish I wish I wish I had a camera on me all the time so I could just have a two beers thing in the background at all times, like uh, like he does. So it's been uh, so that part's been cool about boxing, just talking uh, yeah to the to the Twitter world about it and doing polls and stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, that was we're actually going to get to boxing a little later, and I gave you guys a little preview of something that's coming later yeah. that that yes. you've been ruminating yes. on. Yes. But uh, I'm, I'm going to go through a couple more of my honorable mentions. Uh, some of them don't really need commentary, and then some of them I'm going to be like, all right, let's let's dig a little deeper. So uh, one that doesn't need commentary, one of your top moments, you you started off hitting three parlays in a row. Oh, <laughs> dude. What <laughs> happened? Dude, we were – it was They were, they say, were it, three – they were triple headers too. They were – so it yeah. was – the the money was on the line real real quick. Yeah, we were first of all. We I always joke about two for the money because I don't think you've seen that, Jay. Right? No. Oh, McConaughey. That's, that's a good movie. Yeah, dude. Like we were literally Matthew McConaughey picking eighty percent winners. Like we were crushing it, and uh, 
dude, that when um, we thought it was all gone uh, in the, the Bills Cardinals game, and then that was the Kyler Murray like sixty yard like video game pass Mary, to yeah. yeah to Hopkins in triple coverage, and he made it, and I was like, oh my god, and we were up for our you know I mean we start with a five dollar bet, you're up eight hundred bucks, it's like. Oh my God! Like we're we're just gonna hit this big one next week and just start buying all this stuff, and it was gonna get nuts. And that's when Tom Brady just stuck it in our keisters, and I was like, it was like this is what we lose on. This is what we lose on. And Tom then just, Brady not going for it on fourth or not getting it no, on not getting it in on fourth. Yeah, first and goal, four tries with Mike Evans. Oh God, yeah, it was brutal. But um, yeah, we hit a call. I mean, we that's the problem with parlays though. Like when you do three. It's just so hard each week to to get one, so uh, mm. you know it's just it's tough. But especially when there was no football left, yeah. and and it was oh, the brutal. pandemic, so like they never knew if the game was going to be canceled, or so like the M- the NBA, like you never knew like yeah, what, they weren't what, giving what guy lines for two play. days out, yeah. so we were like, Pick what do we do? <laughs> we picked in the dark for yeah. half the podcast. I mean, outside of having Tori on, who never gets games wrong, like that was easy money for <laughs> well, us. But other than that, yeah, it was those were tough, but. Uh, well, speaking of Tory, one of my other honorable mentions was the uh, Tory predicting the Bucks and Suns in the oh, final, God. Oh, and God. and and more importantly, Drew losing the twenty dollars bet to Tory in the first round. <laughs> Whatever. As a listener, as Listen, a listener, I- knowing both of you, it was amazing. First off, as as the president of the LeBron James like hate club, I uh, that that was almost like a reverse jinx in a way. But listen, if if Davis doesn't if Davis doesn't miss those games, like they they smoke the Suns and they easily get to the final. Like, I'm, I'm not <laughs> I'm not worried about that. And I mean Kevin, like Kevin, like, you know he just had he got all the all the injury uh, luck broke his way. the The entire two thirds of the Nets get hurt after they they beat the Bucks by an average of forty points in two games. Then Kevin Durant's big ass foot can't get behind the three point line. Uh, I still amazing. can't believe they haven't fired Bud yet. My oh, God! It's amazing. Oh, it's so I can't bad. believe you haven't gotten over this yet. No, because it's whatever, dude. It's just, you know, <laughs> first whatever. Of, we, we've known Drew for what almost fifteen years now. Oh, no, more than that. Eighteen almost years. Tw- almost twenty. Almost twenty. Yeah. Almost 20. Drew. Fuck, fuck Drew roll. holds grudges more yeah, than anyone in our friend group, by far. Yeah. Oh, on, on the planet. On the planet. Yeah. Well, I, I was I was gonna be nice. Uh, during that run, again, one another t- uh, honorable mention for me. During that run, during the uh, the playoffs, you had an episode where I don't know, and I I wanted to learn a little bit more about this. You quoted Anchorman throughout the entire episode. <laughs> was this planned, or that just happened? And you both know the it, movie so well; it just no. became natural. Y- yeah, it, w- it was totally spontaneous. Yeah. And so from there, we were like, "That was amazing." Let's quote a different Will Ferrell movie every episode hereafter, and that's what we did on the two for one. So. We so in in our in our green room ahead of time we'd be like all right tonight's movie is semi pro no I don't think wait no hold on I'm gonna revit little I I did it the second time and you guys didn't know which movie I was quoting oh and then we oh, start, right 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 good call. I forget which one it was and then we started and then after that I was like really guys you guys just like. Stephen Glanz buried me there like nobody nobody no nobody felt the need to to was it maybe it was Step Brothers. Uh, oh, it was, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was Brothers. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember that. I was like, is that James Joyce? And you guys were like, uh, it's Devin Booker. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, man, these guys are fucking terrible. They no-sold yeah. you. And by the yeah. way, it's Steven Glansberg, not Steven Glansberry. 
Ah, oh, yeah. Well, I I say Glansberry. So if you're gonna Steve quote Lansbury. one of the greatest comedies of the twenty of the twenty first century in Superbad, if you're if you're, you're if you're, you, if you're, you know you know the phrase. If, if you're, you're looking lo- if for you're the looking right for, name, if you're looking for correct pronunciation, this, this is the this isn't the podcast for you. for you. Well, hold on. Leading into my next honorable mention, Drew's mispronunciation slash making things up has been a highlight and a great running joke of the pod. Uh, just really quickly, Drew, what's the name of the uh, Milwaukee Bucks head coach? Uh, Budenholzer. There's an L in there. It's Budenholzer. Budenholzer. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, Giannis Antetokounmpo can suck it, all right? Uh, speaking of which... Uh, we <laughs> I'm going to get it one of these days. We, we already hit this earlier uh, on, but Drew, what's the uh, German style of beer that Jordan was drinking? Hypervisen. Yeah, sure. Hypervisen. <laughs> Hypergleben. It's, it's the name of one of the podcasts, the the Hypoglubin or whatever you said. He sounds like the uh, the pitching coach from uh, Rookie of the Year. Rosenbagger. 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 Garden Hoser. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was a good one. And lastly, yeah. lastly, uh, speaking of mispronunciations and things that Drew totally makes up, Drew, uh, what are the things that Rudy Gobert leads the league in? Oh, hyper, hypervir, beervar, flarver, flarver, large flarver. Yeah, ah, oh, dude, it's like so ridiculous. The bull, the bullshit. It was so funny because this is when this is before, obviously, Philadelphia uh, absolutely hated and despised Ben Simmons. So like, <laughs> but you know, everyone, yeah, you know, he's, yeah, you know, he's, he doesn't want to be around the fans every day on Twitter. Sixers fans were just like shitbagging national media Twitter accounts that were bumping up Rudy Gobert, saying that how awful it was that they had to make up these acronyms to try to discount Ben Simmons as defensive player of the year. That's what's so crazy about how they do this spin now on him and how, oh, it's the fans, this and that. Dude, every day on Twitter, my shit was blown up with people like, stop making up acronyms. There's no such thing as Bob. Stop. It's not a thing. I'm sorry so. that you don't appreciate Rudy Gobert's flubaroo. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I just all this. Is that the all actual this, name of it? No, oh. it's like it's like flurver. It's like like I think I think one of them actually is abbreviated, and if you say it out loud, it's like flurver. But it's like such dumb shit. It's like space away from the rim per a hundred minutes that you may have been there to protect the rim. It's like some the the, the shit was ridiculous. Uh-huh. All I all I know all I know is Terrence Mann absolutely pushed his shit in in that game six, and they they lost to uh, a Kawhi-less, uh Clippers team. That's or all Kawhi-less. I need to know. That's a good adjective. Yeah, dude. Yeah, is uh, that an adverb? ridiculous. Adjective. Adjective. Adjective, yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, just I know we're about to get an NBA preview from you, and I'm sure it'll bring Tori back on. If the entire NBA doesn't figure out to do what the Clippers did against Rudy Gobert, then what the hell's going on? Wait, um, say that again. If 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 the Jazz have a decent record this year, I'm going to be flabbergasted because Rudy Gobert is not good. Oh, they're probably they'll probably be a top three team in the West again. That'll be but good. Remember Kawhi. Kawhi's not going to play all year. Jamal Murray's not going to play all year. Like when you think about it, a lot of a lot of teams aren't going to be healthy again. I mean, the Lakers are going to be the be one if they can stay healthy. And I think you can pencil in Phoenix for a top four seed. By the time I get to Phoenix, yeah, should like, we rise in? Yeah, I mean, other than that, like it's why. I mean, I I, I would be shocked if the Jazz aren't uh, a top top three team. Be shocked. All right. Uh, I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna get spanked in the, uh, what do you call it, in the playoffs again? Playoffs, yeah. yeah, I mean, they'll be out by the second round, maybe the first round. That's that's a given, but uh, right. yeah. So, but we'll do that's that that we'll probably do a uh, on the NBA preview like a 
buy or sell is not the word, but basically it's like put up or shut up year. So oh. whether for whether or not a team, like if they don't get it done, does it get blown up? And Utah will probably be one of the first teams that we'll have to talk about there. I, I really like the, the name of that segment, put up or shut up. Put up or shut up. Yeah. So, sounds yeah. like a WWE thing. And you know, every every once in a while I come up with stuff for the pod. Usually J.O. just gets does all mm. the work and, and figures everything out. And I just come on from my voice and my skill. But every hey. now and again. Hey, your your dulcet tones have gotten me through a lot of rough times this year. That's what, I, that's, what I, that's that's what a lot of a lot of people tell me. For for all three lady uh, listeners of the pod, they uh, they you know it's funny you know it's funny you say that because and I I always I always worry about people getting offended because everybody gets offended now. Yeah, and if you haven't heard my well, I know you have, but for anybody <laughs> for anybody that hasn't heard my uh, my twenty minute rant on how everyone's a big puss now nowadays, uh, well, probably, probably like what three episodes ago that might have been my tequila rant or tequila episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought this was. I always said we should advertise this to like the six girls that we know um, as like not only it's not just a pod for guys like. You can listen to this, like, you know, like wives and girlfriends can listen to this pod and know enough just to be dangerous to have conversations with their, uh, their man friends and their husbands about sports to like, man you know, friends. keep, to keep, to keep their relationships and the marriages spicy. Isn't that the guy that's the commissioner of baseball, man friend? Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I always thought that was a, we, that's a missed opportunity. We don't pitch it like that, but then I always look like, all right, well, are, are women going to be offended that we're just assuming they don't know anything about sports, you know, but <laughs> You know, it is what it is. It's just like I said, it's it's enough just to be dangerous for what we talk about. This has been Drew's segment on pandering to HR. Congratulations, Drew. That's yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so my last honorable mention before I get to the top five in the year in review. And this was this was a hard cut. This this was right there. You did an entire segment breaking down Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart. Yes. Uh, who came up with this segment and are you both? Are I, I know Drew clearly that laid out how he's all all Bret Hart. Jordan, are are you Team Bret also? And how did the uh, segment? A hundred percent. Are you talking about the episode where he did the Montreal screw job? Yeah, the recruiter. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I am. Well, it's just. I mean, it was the anniversary, and Drew was like, "Hey, like, you know, we have some WWF, WWE wrestling listeners. Like, why don't we do that for the entertainment portion?" And like Drew said, I, I I come up with a lot of co- the like thoughts, but like typically when Drew comes up with stuff, it's typically gold. So like I honestly don't really question it anymore. Like even like the title of this last one, like episode fifty one, made no sense to me. But Drew said it cause just because I haven't seen the movie, and Drew said it, and I'm like, usually what Drew says is like gold. So I just I'm like I'm just gonna roll with it. And this was probably like the first instance of that. <laughs> so I'll let Drew take it from there. Yeah, we, uh, I, and I remember, cause yeah, I, I mean, Bret Hart still is like my, I'm actually wearing a homage Hitman shirt right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as we talk about underneath my Joshua Usyk sweatshirt, God, I waste, I waste so much money during this pandemic, man. It's amazing what happens every, when you don't have kids. Dude, I have every dollar I've saved on parking and tolls is in like t-shirts and, and like see, t-shirts used, used Mamu and Miles Powell shorts. It's so ridiculous. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I was like, yeah, we should just break like people. I don't think people realize like 
it wasn't just like what happened in Survivor. Like that was like a six six month to a year buildup between those two. And I listened to this this Bruce Pritchard podcast, like something to wrestle with. Because like back when you're when I was a kid, right? When I used to be really into it, like I I thought I thought it was real. I thought people that said of it was course. fake were, were yeah. I'm like, oh, this is like legit stuff. Like oh, you can't. Mean when I was in third grade, yeah, yeah. I was like, you can't. You, I was like, you, it's like you can't fake suplexing somebody off a top rope. You guys are assholes. Uh, but it was like so. It was interesting to me now knowing like it's all kind of you know rehearsed and choreographed. That like of like what goes into the booking of like all these events I watched as a kid. And learning all this stuff about the screw job and like all this stuff between Brett and Sean in the background, I was like, oh, this is, I'm just going to talk about this forever. And I think I just watched JFK like two weeks earlier. I'm like, oh, I'm totally going to Zapruder the shit out of this thing. And uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. We got, I was mad we didn't get as many clicks on that one just because I thought we would bring in a different, uh, a different, you know, a different uh, demographic. Yeah, yeah. Um, just because. Just because, yeah, because, you know, there's so many, you know, two million people, two million people are watching SmackDown every week. Um, but we got a, we did get a lot of Twitter reaction on and like Instagram with like the uh, the top five wrestlers, which was cool, because that's mm-hmm. when we did our, well, I guess our one and only give <laughs> one and only giveaway. Um, but that was cool. Like, I like I, I, I was if, if we could do some more stuff with like it's just tough without having like advertising to get more interactions. Of course. Just like, yeah. So but that was a yeah. lot of fun. But uh we have money. We can, we can fund ourselves. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. Because I, I think yeah, me and him, me and Jay were on the phone, and I was walking the dog, and it popped on Twitter that it was twenty, I think twenty three years, maybe twenty five. I was like, ah, oh, this would be cool to talk about. All right. So, well, uh, th- this is. I, I was. I'm gonna say as a, as a wrestling fan myself, it was a really great perspective to hear the deep dive and mark just, out, mark out. That's exactly. I got, right. some, uh, I got some. I got. I got some top five uh, things here. Are we allowed to share. Oh, I, I, to... hold on. Let's go through my top five right oh, now. Because those are his honorable mentions. Those are my oh, honorable shit. mentions. Oh shit! Oh, I totally. Oh, no. God. Oh, oh, I missed that. Oh, all right. Drew, let me tell you. When Jordan gave me this homework assignment, I went through fifty-one other episodes, and I love it. I came up with an amazing list. So number five, you broke down Fat Man. Mentioned yes. post coital Santa and got a shout out from the director. Yes. What, what yeah. made you watch Fat Man in the first place? I said I, I sent you the I sent you the Twitter link. I was like, oh you my god! The, the, I was the, like, the dude, trailer, yeah. dude, this is a real thing. Like thinking it would be a huge piece of shit. I'm like, dude, this is like Mel must really need money. And uh, yeah, and Jordan loves like deliciously bad movies. Yeah, yeah, and so. We watched the trailer. That's when we did our first like trailer uh, preview. Preview, yeah. And then it was like it was coming out like within a week, and it was like, oh well, we totally have to fucking watch this now for the pod. And it was just so like we're watching it, and I'm like, oh my god, this thing is actually like good. This is like I'm dying here with like <laughs> Walter Goggins was just amazing. Was good. Did you end up watching it? I have not watched it. I do love Walton Goggins, though. It was so, oh, dude, it was so good. You, you, you it, for this, this Christmas, you must watch it. It is so good. Done. Yeah, it, it, oh, dude, it really is. And Goggins was great. Mel Gibson was great. It, His you'll, wife, you'll laugh your ass off. Oh, uh, it was so, if not blitzing, I'll tear your package well, clean off. Rip your package <laughs> clean off. But that was so good. And then uh, I forget. I, I think I guess we tweeted because that's when it was. Oh, uh, let's let's attach like or tag some people because I know like. Most people probably know if you tag them in something, you're just trying to get attention. But I was like, let's let's just tag the uh, the writer in this, and 
it's Ian, right? Ian Holmes. Ian Ian Nelms. Ian Nelms. 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 Yeah, it's been so long. Uh, yeah, we just we 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 uh, tagged him in it, and uh, he quoted like something we said in the pod, like Santa's poise codals or poise code post. Like like he coitus. clearly listened to the pod. Yeah, because like, like there's yeah. no way you would come up with that, and it was like, ah, oh, it's awesome. Uh, yeah, and then we like tried to get an interview with his publicist, who probably looked at us up and were like, oh, these are two jerk offs in their mom's basements. You're not going on this show, <laughs> which was funny, but uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Man. I love like that was. That like that's that's another cool thing about like there's a lot of movies I don't think I would have watched if we weren't doing this that like I I never would have rented the Fat Man because I would have been like oh this is probably awful agreed or, yeah or Pig oh yep. god <laughs> yeah I love another Pig. great movie it was another great movie oh. that was that uh, that was the start of my stream of consciousness I think that let me tell you the stream of consciousness that's uh it's it's always a crowd pleaser I'll, I'll let you know oh I love it. <laughs> All right, no, number four on my top five, something that the three of us and uh, our good friend slash guest on your pod, Casey Shea, have in common. We're all big Star Wars fans. Number four, yes, your Mandalorian breakdowns were phenomenal. Really? As it was not only informative, but just having Casey give the backstory really, yeah. really helped out. Yeah, yeah Casey, Casey was clutch, yeah. Jordan, I, I know we watched Star Wars together, you know, a couple dozen times alone uh, in our dorm room. But what uh, what made you reach out to Casey? I mean, it's a no brainer. Um, as we know, he, I mean, the, as as Drew just plows spare change into T-shirts. Casey plows oh, spare I change. We were, I into... thought we were. I thought we were going going a different direction there. I was going to say, oh, well. thanks, thanks, man. <laughs> Casey plows uh, spare change into like Star Wars figurines. He has quite an impressive collection at this point. I mean, he dressed he dressed up as Darth Maul so he could get a like a some kind of toy lightsaber. Um, I mean, he's, he's uh, he was just... at, yeah. That's that's right when we uh, when we invited him on because he was like mowing the grass on his rider Lomo or in his Darth Maul costume. Yeah, exactly. Like he was on like one of the those um what are those gliders called that they're that um. I forget, but yeah, it was, um, I mean, he's just such a freakazoid. He's watched all the cartoons. And so this is something else we should do is the the tip of the iceberg that drew and I started debating last pod about, about the Jedi's. I mean, Casey and I have had at length conversation about different aspects of the Jedi's and the council and, and like the dark side, huge nerd. I mean, I know I sound lame. I don't care. But after that, I just Drew. Did you know that Casey was that big of a Star Wars nerd before that? Uh, yeah, because we had uh, yeah, we had a, a draft in his basement. He had Star Wars stuff in there, didn't he? Yes. Uh, yeah, could have. I don't know. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I, mean, I think so. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Casey Casey Shea's a fucking rock star. Uh, if I could trade every one of my other college friends to have hung out with him for four years, you'd all be down the shit list for me, and I'd be just hanging out with I'd be hanging out with Harder's Figure and Casey Shea all day every day. So that's that was another reason why I was like into a brainer to get him on. Yeah, all right. And it, it definitely had nothing to do with his potential three thousand followers. No, nothing. <laughs> hey, at Shaved Ice, uh, little little uh, penguins blogging action. All right. Yeah, he he is a must read for uh, for Sid the Kid. Uh, fans like myself and fake fans like Jordan, Go ahead, or, or or Everton football fans. Uh, Everton football, the most disappointing team 
year in and year out. Uh, appa- apparently. I, I, I've never seen him play, but I, no. I see Casey's tweets. Yeah, I just believe Casey's tweets. Speaking of disappointing teams, number three on my top, uh, top five of the year, Drew's 76ers rant. Whew. Drew, did you have notes for that, or is that just straight no. stream of conscious? Oh, no. Was this was this after what game was this? Was this five or seven? I think it was after five. Um, I, I re-listened to the they're after. All cowards. They're Fucking all cowards. cowards. Yeah, no, it. Uh, I had no notes. I I had been watching it. Uh, I was watching the game at a bar. My buddy it was his last day uh, at our work, and I just it was so weird. Oh, like we were like just going crazy. They were kicking the shit out of the Hawks. And then, like, I'm just mentally making notes of all these things as they're starting to go wrong. Like, before, I was like, the Sixers basically can't have this, 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 or this happen um, in order to lose. And literally every single thing went wrong. <laughs> all those five things. And, like, they just are blowing leads. And I, I, it just, I just went off because I just, you know, I... I, I was going. I was going to watch that team when they were tanking. Like I, because nobody, we had the box for work, and nobody would take the tickets because they were so bad. I would just take tickets every night. Be like, all right, cool, fuck it, I'm just gonna go then. And uh, I felt so invested, and they just, they killed me. Uh, ben, I, you know, my former son. I just the the breath I had wasted defending him to people. Uh, it all. I mean, I almost got in a fight with our, our buddy Tully at his bachelor party. Not Tully. Tully's, Tully's the guy he works with. Uh, yeah. The NBA Rose- guy. Yeah. Yeah, who screamed he's been drinking rosé and <laughs> eating something since uh, before it was uh, <laughs> before it was in to do that. Uh, yeah, I, remember, I almost got into like, a fist fight with him because he was trying to tell me that Jason, Jason Tatum um, was, was better than better. Ben Simmons. Yeah. And I almost killed him. I was like, dude, you got your mind? Yeah. Um, and now, yeah, and uh, he's he's just dead to me. Thank God I didn't name my dog after him. I mean, because that was that was the number two choice, Benny Bear. Uh, oh. It would have been brutal. But yeah, no, that was totally off the cuff. I had no notes. I just I just spoke from the heart. All right. Well, speaking of speaking, haha. Uh, my number two. This isn't uh, a segment per se. This is just something that comes up once every four episodes that just always puts a smile on my face. Jordan, can you please? For my number two, break out the Michael Caine impersonation with the Prestige one more time. <laughs> oh crap! Okay, you caught me off guard. <laughs> it's got to be a double. It's the only way. It's the only way. It's every time it gets me. Wait, it's what is it? It's got to be a double. Is that? It's got to be a double. Yeah, it's, it's got to be a double. It's got to be a double. It's the it's only. It's got to be a double. It's the only yeah. way. Do wait. Say, let's do this for me. And I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. And I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. Beautiful. Beautiful. It's amazing. (laughs) It's fantastic. And now this is going to lead to my number one. And I I, I put aside a little extra time for this. Last week's episode, we got into a debate. Yes. About... about, It started as underdog moments and Luke being a top Jedi... And Drew going, nah, bro. So, and, and I realized that throughout the debate, you two were really listening to each other. You heard like every third <laughs> word and were just going off. So I'm going to let Jordan go first. Jordan, your, your claim is Drew is number one Jedi. Uh, I'm going to give you the opening statement. No, and then, that's, that, that, th- this is my frustration with the whole thing. Okay. None of that is my claim. Okay. My claim is that it was an underdog 
for Luke to learn Force powers on a Monday and blow up the Death Star by the end of the week. And Drew's like, yeah, well, he's the number two Jedi. And I'm like, no, it, it, not on day four of him ever learning the Force. Like, he's he's a novice. And here's, here's and where... And then Drew here, just yeah. somehow, yeah. like, made me the straw man to say, like... I just bullied the shit out of you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Ordoyle rules! <laughs> well, here, you know, you know what the problem was? Because... When I said that, and you you basically were like, when you said well, he learned the force in four days, I thought you were trying to use that as support as to why he was he's awesome. the he's the greatest Jedi. No, of all. no, yeah. no. I was that's, saying, the, that's, I was where, saying yeah. that's why he was an underdog. That's where I got turned around, and I'm like, I was this, like, this new no. guy who just been here for like not even a week goes in and blows up the Death Star. That's what makes it an upset. And I've already I, I've turned <laughs> I've I've turned I've turned several several Jedi fanatics against the Jedi with my propaganda that they're overrated <laughs> and they're not really that great. And so many people are like, it's like, it's like in that big bang episode where they watch Indiana Jones and realize that literally he's completely pointless to Which the first and third movie. It's funny because as I said, K Casey Shay and I have had that conversation for years and now you're like jamming it down my throat. And I'm like, I know I've been saying this for years. What the Jedi stuff? Yes. Oh, stop! No, you haven't. You're, <laughs> so, full, you're so full of shit. So, we've never, we've never talked about that. Oh my god! I've been gosh. your neighbor for seven years, and that's never come up. Yeah, that's not it. That's <laughs> that's such nonsense. So but yeah, that was that was we had we had we had we had I had a couple people because uh, I sent out I always send out the top five to like people to vote and be like, hey, like take a look at this, like give it a listen, see what you think, and. uh I had so many people say they were dying laughing over the the non Star Wars fans. Like I I don't even know what the hell a Skywalker is, but that was hilarious. How it was you just amazing. Kept, <laughs> how you just kept asking that guy whose voice something whose was. Whose voice is it? I'm like, that's not what I. Whose voice? But I'm not. Whose voice? Whose I'm voice? Like, oh my god. The China man is not the issue, dude. <laughs> and, and, uh, and just a grave oversight. The reason that Luke was able to hit that shot was because of Han, not because of Obi Wan. Uh, well, first off. Uh, Obi-Wan was part of the Force, and he was talking to him, and he guided the shit in there. All Luke had to do was press the stupid button. Oh, my God. Oh, we're still doing this. So, so Jordan, is <sighs> Obi-Wan your number one Jedi? Uh, probably. I, have, I, haven't, I haven't finalized it. It's hard to say because Yoda clearly, ha obviously, had the most midichlorians ever. Um, although, I think there is, and Casey would probably step in, I think there was someone way back in the anthology who ha may have had as much or more mm -hmm. um like but remember yoda's 800 years old at this point so like you're dealing with the old man here um i don't know probably probably because probably for all the reasons drew said um but Obi i don't know Obi i don't know obi-wan's like floyd he 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 we caught he protected that zero throughout the entire series Meanwhile, Yoda's got that big L in his uh, in his yeah, in his, in his I, lost column after that, after Palpatine. I was thinking that's that's more of a draw, though. I mean, realistically, uh, is it? So, yeah, he, so he just, we're not, uh, we're not anyway, anyway. We're not going to count uh, Obi Wan literally being nerfed by Darth Vader. No, he gave him he gave himself up to become part of the Force because yeah, he, he needed, gave himself up. Yeah, because yeah. he needed to help Luke's lame ass he he friggin' win. To help Luke yeah, from, yeah, he wouldn't be able to help. Yeah, no, that okay. that was that was. Part oh of the yeah, plan. yeah. Oh, he taught. Oh, dude, Vader was fucked. Did you see him shaking, dude? He was totally shook. 
I didn't know if you were going to count mean, that as a part, tap he out. Was, he was like Joshua after Ruiz tagged him smiling under that mask. I mean, and plus, you got to imagine, too, this was also years later after he already sliced off three of his limbs, so... <laughs> Oh, he, was, he was just coming back for seconds. I gotta say, this this bourbon is so good. I God, I, if only if only I could have been born back in like the '60s, where like guys like were just like in the office, just drinking like whiskey and like sleeping and, and, and taking naps. And I have nap. to say, this this German pill, premium pills is fantastic. I'm this is awesome. Well, I, I hope you guys are finishing up because we're about to head to beer number two. So wait a minute, we can't say. Oh, our top I'm sorry, five? I totally forgot. Yeah, your top. What did what did I leave off the list? Uh, you want to go first? You want me to go? Let's, you know what? Let's go every other. Let's, let's, let's take, every let's other, take like, like, we, like we want to do. All yeah, right. You go first. So, um, are we doing honorable mentions or, or top five? I just first? wrote, I, I wrote down like six or seven things, but they're quick. Okay. Um, so, whatever number, you do. number five, my, my top five moments or things about the pod. Uh, and I, I named all mine standard naming convention. I just like how we come up with the titles. I think it's really fun and funny. I hope everyone else enjoys the titles. And it's it's a mini like homage to like Two and a Half Men. How basically like a random funny line in the episode yeah, be- part becomes of yeah. becomes the title. So I have a lot of fun doing that. I hope everybody enjoys that. Uh, mine was <laughs> more of an honorable mention uh, through randomly watching Tremors finding out that there's like a tremors following on Twitter. That is just absolutely insane to me that there they are, are like, savage. there are, <laughs> there are they're dedi- so aggressive. Yeah. Like there are dedicated, like, I feel like I get pretty obsessed with movies. Like, I mean, I'm a rock, huge Rocky nut, but like, I don't have a Twitter account, uh, like uh, a MySpace and an Instagram devoted to Rocky to where I'm just all day, like every seven minutes tweeting something about Rocky. We, it's it's pretty ridiculous. We so. had to unfollow. The volume was just too much. <laughs> and this is Tremors. This is like this like crappy Tremors, movie where, yeah. where Kevin Bacon's like yelling at some like giant worm. Let me tell you, when yeah. you dropped that nugget in the group thread the other day, I was dying. Like, really? Tremors? Out of all the things you reviewed, Tremors? Yeah. Didn't make sense. I was yeah. wild. Was all right, wild. J.O., next. My, my number four, errors, errors everywhere. Oh, <laughs> and... oh wait till beer two. All right, oh. so A, me taking six months to relearn all the boxing weight classes. Oh, God. It's because, and again, the background of that is I moved back to Pittsburgh, and I had been out of boxing for a while, and a, a coworker of mine was like, you got to check out this Lomachenko. And I was like, okay, and I fell in love immediately, and I pitched it to Drew, and I would like buy the big fights, and I'd watch the big fights as more of a casual, but Drew doesn't do casual, so he deep dived in, and like, but, oh, yeah. and so so when we started watching the podcast, he was getting me up to speed on all the boxing he'd been watching every weekend for like four years, and I and I, I knew a lot of it, but like not in in the level that it was, so I was relearning all the weight classes. Uh, B, Drew mispronouncing all the places and names. Drew thinks De Blasio is still a trip, a strip club in New York City. <laughs> you're steal, you're stealing like my stuff, man. You're stealing my things. And the third part of errors, ever errors everywhere. The pinnacle of that was when I got Castaño's uh, height so wrong. <laughs> he's, oh man, he's six one. He's six one. He's six one, he's but six, he's, he's six one with a free, by like he's, he's got a forty smaller, a forty six inch reach. He's six foot one. I'm like, the one he, link I got... clicked on had had his height completely wrong. Oh god. Uh, well, then, yeah, and then funny. you followed it up with the purse bid that uh, hadn't been updated since, like, 2014. Yeah, exactly. So, well, that's wild. Right, that was my number four. Errors, errors everywhere. Uh, 
I'll throw a couple out. Uh, De Blas- the De Blasio strip club moment was pretty hilarious because I literally, I mean, for nobody that knows me, like I, I just don't pay attention to politics because every people get way too worked up over stuff that's not within their control. I'm like, yeah, awesome. You guys can yell and scream about stuff, but like you realize, like it doesn't matter. So like I had when when you guys when you said that when you when you said his name, we we're talking about James Harden. I just instinctively thought of James Harden and oh, he's he's a strip club guy. He's like that's his thing. He's obsessed with strip clubs. And I was like, oh, is that the name of his favorite strip club? Which was so good. Uh, what was my other uh, more? What did I write? More times? I don't even know what that is. But uh, I can't read my handwriting. Uh, my my drunk rendition of the Mandalorian. Uh, yes. Was up there. yeah because I remember I, my buddy from work came over and we kicked back. Uh, I probably had like four, Netflix four, and chill. four IPAs uh, while he was here, and then we were recording that night. And by time, by time we got on the podcast, I was so far gone. I was just like, even Herschel couldn't bring me back. I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go with this. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah. My number three, two for one gold, um, and basically two things there one again Tori just predicting the finals from the beginning of the season was incredible but drew's live reaction to to the end of that game with with uh oh my god Aiden dunked the ball why is Aiden in there that that doesn't make any sense (laughs) uh Crowder 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 inbounding I don't know if I like that in front of a tv tell the listeners and me what is happening you're like they they won Something. Uh, like, I just started screaming. Who, yeah, who uh, forever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that was my number one. That's still my favorite. I'll go back to that just randomly and be like, let me re-listen to that like play-by-play of like what we did there, and just have, yeah, it was just me. Yeah, it's like Tori. Definition of play-by-play. Tori. Yeah, Tori was at a wedding. I, I guess I should have wrote down my perfect attendance as one of my top five things uh, for the podcast. Uh, but yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. That was my number one. But uh. Oh, oh, movie, movie, time machine. That's one of my favorite segments that we did. Uh, my uh, the forty, the forty-seven thousand hours of uh, film study that I just did on the Usyk Joshua fight for a thirty-six minute uh, <laughs> battle. That was actually really cool because I was able to. I just was getting up at like six a.m. because it's like busy season for work, but I'd be up at like six. I would just watch an hour and a half of like fights and like documentaries on the uh, zone. And or then at night, I would just like when I'd work out like 11, 12 o'clock at night, I would just be like watching stuff on YouTube and it was just awesome. So <laughs> I felt like that was probably our most like technically like if I we were ever to submit a podcast to like a boxing thing to like fund us like that would be the 25 minutes that we would send in. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. J.O. So my number two. Thank you for being a friend. Uh, all, all the singing in general, but in particular, I because I had never watched Golden Girls, so me having to like print out the lyrics and like learn the song and then have to perform it, like it is it is ingrained in my head now. Like like it'll just pop in my head where I'll just be like, "Thank you for being a friend." Well, let, let me tell you, as a listener, it was abundantly clear that you had never watched or heard this show <laughs> theme song ever in your life. It's an amazing show. I you're really missing out. Yeah. Uh, and the last one that I have, uh, probably what I thought was our best podcast, just from a flow and everything that was going on. And maybe maybe we've maybe maybe we've done better since. But uh, our NBA free agency draft and uh, midseason uh, MLB pod that we did, I thought Dorothy uh, 
Dorothy Shamstooth was the name of the episode. Dor- Dorothy Shams is a saint. Yeah, Dorothy Shams is a saint. I thought just like the ref for the way we worked uh <laughs> we worked in that anchorman line there with uh with Shams. Like where'd that fucking guy come from? You think him and you think him and like Warjanowski are like the channel four the channel four news Absolutely. team? <laughs> and they just Dorothy have their squad. Shams is a saint. Yeah, I thought that was I just I don't know. I will randomly I'll go back and listen to some the, stuff. The random one. Yahoo guy comes out as like channel two news. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> public public news here. Right. Yeah, that was awesome. Jordan, uh, you, number, you got any other ones? Your number one, Jordan? My number one is WTF movies are those, and it was Pig and Fat Man. Just mm. again, nah. just uh, like things we thought would be crappy, just being so good. Uh, uh, and again, like Drew said, just watching movies never would have watched. So uh, yeah. that's it. And then my, my honorable mentions were uh, real quick. Just the Mickey Mouse voice. I, I caught myself doing the Mickey Mouse voice to my kids earlier, and I was like, ah, people think this is hilarious. And then. Um, Peaky Blinders season five. You're probably huh. saying to yourself, "Where is season five? <laughs> well, what was it? Seven, eight months ago, uh, in the at like we were probably seven eighths of the way through that, and all of a sudden, I, I'm recording in my basement. And all of a sudden, I hear, and I'm boom. just like, I'm just talking. I, I hope the, the 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 banging came across on the microphone because that's all I that's all I hear in my in my uh, house, and I'm just like. Okay, and then my wife is texting me, "Help, help, come get me, help!" And she fell down the stairs. She was okay, but like we had to stop cold, and like she had to go to like to the hospital and all this stuff. She's fine, but (laughs) (laughs) so we we have it saved. It's coming. We're going to pick off pick up where we left off. Oh, totally. And it's gonna be like a preview right before they come out with season six. But like that was insane, and it's gonna be a highlight of year two. So. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was that was fun. Uh what else did I have? And then I had our guests. Uh, I do like uh when we do bring in certain certain people and get to intertwine them into into our Yeah, it's fun. our our glory. Even though it's funny cuz like K- Casey puts us to shame because he's so knowledgeable and like you know, we joke like if you want in-depth research, this isn't the podcast for you. Uh and then Teddy, who's doing the go for two with us, it, like this motherfucker, like doesn't he doesn't stutter or do anything? Like I, it's, it's ridiculous. Like I'm listening, I'm just waiting. I like at this point, I just like beg for him to like say like or um one time, just one <laughs> time, just do it. And this dude just like he had like he had like a he had like a five minute monologue in the first episode, and he just wouldn't he didn't break. I'm like this is insane. What do you? How are you doing this? <laughs> It's like he's got a teleprompter at his house that he's got the whole thing written down. It's absurd, but uh, it's fun. We bring in we bring in a uh, like a third person and, and mess mess around a little bit. So yeah, we both enjoy threesomes. Yeah, oh, god yeah, <laughs> god yeah. All right, so that, that's all we got for uh, beer number one. Now, uh, oh. Jordan, all right, let me crack beer number two then, because I, I just finished beer number one. All right, well, we might we might as well assume positions, right? Absolutely, yeah, I can do that. All right, ready? Three, two, one. Um, and so I started out um, episode one pulling a heady topper. I don't have any right now, but um, I will say these. I, Drew, I got another twelve pack of the pseudo Sues in the small oh. cans, and so the what a glorious find these were. So that's what I'm having now. Yeah, uh, oh, so good. I mean, I'm I'm sticking with another master. I'm so happy about this master of pumpkins because I was 
I was worried it was going to be all spicy, like the one that I had at your place during the Pacquiao fight that I didn't like. But this yeah. is this is choice. Trogues, Trogues with another home run. I am rocking. It's called Haywire Husky Coffee Lager from Wasserhund Coffee Brewery Lager. in Virginia Beach. It was it was one of those things where I was down there a couple uh, a month ago, a month and a half ago, and I went, all right, it's on the menu. I was getting a flight. I got to try it, and it was phenomenal. I bought the four pack immediately. Yeah, so. I gotta, I gotta, I finally tried my first stout. Uh, because the pod, well, it was probably like six months ago. It was, it was good. It was, oh, it was, oh man, River Horse maybe. It's a, I don't yeah. know if you, it's a brewery. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's got it's the cow, it's the a, cows on it. It's a hippopotamus whatever. because hippopotamus oh, in Greek is River Horse. There it is. It's fucking bring a social studies teacher on, and then you get these fun facts. There it exactly. is. Um, yeah, that was there. There, uh, I forget what it was. It was like an oatmeal like stout, which was really good. Yeah, and uh, they just uh, what do you call it? Toplin Goliath just came out with uh, some stouts. I don't know if it'll find its way down here, but I gotta, I, I gotta get into my stout game and start mixing. Now that it's like, the, I feel like that's like a winter time. It is like fall. It is like yeah. So I gotta. That's I, why I gotta I'm trying to transition with these like like German beers. Yeah. Well, yeah. The other the other stout that I had was uh, I still have those. The Cape May Brewery. Uh, the rug really ties the room together. Which yeah. I'm so that was another funny part of the pot where that was in my fridge for like four months and I just never put the dots together that it was Lebowski. Lebowski I don't know why. Because yeah. Lauren, because my wife bought them who like doesn't know any of that shit. And I'm like, I she just like saw Kate May Brewery and was like, oh, Kate May Brewery, let me buy this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, I it was just, I just thought she was, it was like this like cool looking can. And then I finally like read the title and I'm like, oh, that's funny. That's like the dude. And then I looked at the, the design of like the can. I'm like, oh shit, that's his rug. I was like, oh my God, it's been in my fridge for four months. So, uh, so wild. So great. That's good. All right. So our, our segment leading off beer number two, and I, I got two segments. The first one's going to be a little shorter. We did the highlights and you little guys ice. like to stir up the crowd. So I want I want to call this segment "Crowd Stirs You Up." Uh, we're gonna okay. we're gonna it, it's either gonna be A misses, B uh, mistakes, or C just things that I think you got wrong. Uh, okay. the, my, can we can we can we do uh, co-host stirs up the stirs up the other co-host? Oh, have a whole, I'm <laughs> sure that'll happen. That might happen. <laughs> I can have a whole list of those. That might happen. Uh, so my my honorable mention list is a lot shorter. Uh, my honorable mention list, uh, Jordan's love of Joe Harris. Jordan, do you, <laughs> do you still love Joe Harris? Or? Oh, my God. I do. I do. Remember, remember he had that wide open three with 11 seconds left he, and bricked it? He was it? so bad in the playoffs. He I one it. out of like 35 threes. He was, uh, after oh, after horrific. he hit like 50% from three all year, it was like he was shooting free throws. And then he gets to the playoffs and chokes. And I'm like, really, Joe? You're just going to do me that dirty, huh? After I, uh, I after I misunderstood Drew's Drew's instructions and put Joe Harris on like all of my teams, yeah, uh, yeah. rough. All right. So my other honorable mention, Jordan Jordan can't win is what I called it. A couple <laughs> a couple weeks ago, this, this is, oh by the way we we have more top five guests oh, coming, yeah. but a couple of weeks ago you two did the old switcheroo. I'm gonna take yours. You're gonna take mine. So Jordan had two options. Or at least we thought. Option number one, Jordan actually wins the poll. Jordan gets the claim victory. Option number two, Drew wins the poll. And Jordan goes, ha ha, that was my list. I was, my list was better. And somehow, 
neither happened, and it was a tie. It was a tie, yeah. We we, we came up double zero on that. How I was, th- well, I that- was thinking about this, Matt, well, and I think it's actually worse than what you're proposing because Drew has this block of friends and relatives that just vote for him blindly. No oh, that's such what. horse shit. That's such horse shit. No, 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 it happens. <laughs> you're so which, which leaves the pool of everyone else to, 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 who, like, who, who, who votes like one way or the other. So you figure Drew, like I got Drew's block who votes for him no matter what, and pretty much all the other ones voted for me, which was Drew's list anyway. So I think, I think I actually performed way worse than than what we what, what you presented. It. I will first off, I I, that, I I voted for Drew because of the Ace Ventura. I was like, that, oh, yeah, that was mine. That was yeah. that was. Probably, I know it was yeah. amazing, and then yeah. it was so good, man. First off, that's untrue. Uh, I have I have friends plenty of times that are like a lot. Well, a lot of them are be, a lot of them are like, man, this guy's list fucking suck. Like whenever I send them over, <laughs> and then uh, but sometimes they're like, ah, you know what? He had this one. I got to give it to him. I'm like, yeah, vote. Like, yeah, you don't need to vote. Like, like, yeah, vote, vote for what you like. That's the point, so we can see it. So there is no block that just votes for There's me. There's a block to vote for me. Yeah, no, it's just my lists are just better. Like it's just it's just a fact. My lists are better, and they just uh, are. All right, like all they're right. better. So, so Drew, let's give an example. My number five screw up of the year, uh, Jordan. You and uh, Drew did top five sports commercials all time. I don't know what was worse: you putting the "Hey Ironhead" commercial in there, or your "Hey Ironhead" voice. Oh, it was so terrible! It was, it was what a what a flounder. What made you put zest on your list? I, I, I don't have to defend myself. I love the commercial. I mean, <laughs> so I, bad you do. Well, I just love the commercial. I, I I thought everybody saw that commercial. No, I guess like not. I like I left the tie that awesome Tiger Woods one off because I was like, you know what, like the uh, the at last video, like the Nike airplane hanger, like that was like a fun time, like a fun mm. week we had. It was on like every thirty seconds during the commercials of the Big East tournament. That's when we went like, for a spring yeah, break. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you know what? Like that's uh, that's got some sentimental value to me, and I I definitely rewatched that more than I do the Tiger one. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna throw it on the list because you know what? The Tiger one will probably get me more more votes because it was so iconic. But I, I I'm gonna stick stick with my boys on this one. Yeah. Like I could see if like he was best friends with the Zest guy, and that's why he did. It, but it was so bad. I think it was a Pittsburgh thing because Hayward's oh, son God. is on the Steelers, right? But if you're gonna do a Pittsburgh he thing, is, wouldn't you do the mo? Wouldn't, 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 like, wouldn't you do? Wouldn't you do Mean Joe Green or whatever that dude's name yeah. is throwing throwing the soda, the, the Coke, to the yeah, kid? But that's but that's that's cliche. I, that again. So when Drew goes cliche, he wins. When I and when I but when he goes creative, he also wins. So that's why, like, when I go cliche, I lose. When I go creative, I still lose. And I'm like. I, that's why Drew Drew has a block. I'm the, I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the kid from Big Daddy. I win. I win. Yeah. The list is just better. Let, let me tell you something. It's a, a lot of the times my tie-breaking vote cuz your lists are pretty close most of the time. And it goes to like, all right, what did you put at number 1? And I think that's where you lose a little bit, Jordan. I think yeah, that's I think you I, I think I think your top 3 sometimes is a little questionable. Okay. All right. Uh so my number 4, we already talked about and this was just – you're right. It was 100% glorious, but I put it in. You messed up. Why is DeAndre Ayton in the game? <laughs> uh, yeah, listen. I. Uh, it was one of those things where we were drinking. We're watching the game. 
And it was like, I didn't really think about how much time was left because I'm well, like, I even said to you, I'm like, well, Drew, you said it's one. I, I, isn't this the exact conversation? I'm like, Drew, isn't, didn't you say it's one point? And you're like, well, yeah. And I'm like, well, why don't they just throw it to him at the rim? Yeah, like, I just, I like, wasn't why fully, would they do that? You know what it was? It, <laughs> and it was, it was because, I think it was more because like the, uh, we were we kept like the debating if we were gonna like sign off and it's like oh well there's only thirty seconds yeah, left and that thirty that thirty seconds went thirty three minutes I which know. is crazy <laughs> and so like I'm, at that point I'm like oh like oh that shit shit that ball wasn't out on Beverly because it like touched like a fingernail of somebody I was just at all out of sort because you can even listen to me and I'm like when I first go oh Crowder's inbound yeah I don't like that and then like I think about it, I'm like oh no okay I get it but like yeah. the Aiton thing I definitely was just like. Oh, I, I don't like this at all. This is terrible. And then, oh my god, it was so spectacular. But it was, uh, it was amazing. But it led, it led to like the great. That was that's that's probably again that's my favorite two and a half minutes of the podcast. Yeah, ever. It's my favorite thirty-three and a half minutes of the podcast <laughs> ever. It was so it was it was so good. Uh, hey, he dunked the ball. Oh my god, I can't believe it. He dunked. And Jay was like, "What, what, happened? what happened? Tell <laughs> me what." I'm just screaming. What's I'm going just, on? I just keep screaming. What happened? Oh my god, he dunked. Because I'm and I'm. I'm a basketball junkie, man. Like I'm like I'm watching the WNBA like conference finals right now because like I just love basketball and like that was like that's what I do like when I'm watching games like alone. I just like go fucking nuts over like shit like that. It's it's wild. It was even so. better because all the listeners you post it the next day. We all knew what happened. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. we're all waiting for all right. They're breaking it down live. Wait till they get to this part. Wait till they oh. get to this part. And then you go, why is Aiden in? And I lost it. It was yeah. amazing. It's so good. That's so good. All right. Uh, oh. Number three, I think this is also maybe a reason why Jordan hasn't won as many top fives. He likes to alienate the audience. We call him the Murta. Uh, yeah. Jordan hates Remember the Titans. It's inexplicable. It's, I hate it. It is, it, at the very least, it's a feel-good movie, left side, strong side. And Jordan's like, no, the little girl ruins the movie. I hate little girls. <laughs> Hayden, yeah, was Hayden Pettieri. Hayden Panettiere. I love Clutch, Hayden Clutch, 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 Clutch goes wife, which is just still blows my uh, mind. Baffling. I don't. I don't think they're together anymore, are they? No, are they divorced? Oh God, you know, fifty percent. Fifty percent. So Jordan, is it uh, just a quick revisit? It, it, are you not going to let your kids watch it? Are you going to be like, <laughs> as they're watching it, going? This didn't actually happen. That little girl's annoying. Why is she talking to the people like that? Is this what you're gonna do to? Uh, well, it was it was you're shortchanging me. It wasn't just her. It was everything about it. I know. Yeah, he, he did hate um, everything. I picked out the main the main the, parts. The, get, the, the mo- one of the most iconic scenes in like sports movies is the Getty the Gettysburg uh, the Gettysburg run. He's like, what, what are they fucking running to Gettysburg for? Yeah, it's <laughs> like it, I'm like you're you're totally trivializing like the Civil War talking about a football game like screw you um and so and and plus denzel washington like nobody treats high school kids like that that was that was absurd um <laughs> he's like he like tells the kid to like i'm gonna shove this up your ass and like go, I'm, whatever i'm your daddy now yeah i'm like dude this isn't the pros calm down um <laughs> no i, I think no, you know what Mason Dixon line it is that's no, right you know, you know what i I used to love it, and then like when we rewatched it as part. Why did we have to rewatch it? I, or, or, or we didn't rewatch did it. it we, we just we just oh we we uh, we did a top five of a bottom five 
We did a yeah, we did a top five of bottom five sports movies that we. And I, I remember yeah. like just having negative thoughts from the previous time I watched it. So I and I was like, look, I, I can't go into this blind. Like if I'm gonna hate on this movie, I need to give it the fresh watch. Yeah, like when and you, I when hated it more, and I was just like, oh my god. When your sister put Rocky Balboa on there, I thought that would be like the worst one. Yeah, because that movie's so good. I'm just like, all right, well, that'll probably be like the biggest one that we get to like you know kind of shit on that choice. But yeah, you. You really screwed the pooch there. Oh, Mia's list was atrocious until Jordan rocked out the Remember the Titans, and then the hatred shifted. Yeah, um, I, I'm sorry. I that's just a, a complete double down, triple down, whatever. I, I right. that movie that movie sucks, and Disney sucks. Uh, we, yeah, oh, jeez. Hold on, he did his Disney sucks thing. Hold on, let's go to sucks. number two. I'm I'm done picking on Jordan. Let's let's talk to Drew, and Drew and Pick I, on, Drew and I have been we're gonna have this fight. Drew hates Charlie Conway. I did, but see, and, and just to show the difference, I love the Mighty Ducks movie. So like, I'm yes. not gonna, I'm not like gonna shit on the movies. Sorry, he's what's, a fucking. What's the difference? He's a prima duck because I uh, the movies are great. I'll watch the movies, but like when I watch, like everyone's got a least favorite. It's like that Dane Cook segment where everyone's got that douchebag friend Brian. Like there's a, there's a, there's that one person in every movie you don't like, and it's Charlie Conway. Listen, he's self righteous. He's a prima donna. The guy like the guy didn't even show up in in the uh, the Disney Plus series for God's sake. What he's too cool now. Gordon Bombay made him everything he is, which he's probably a waiter now in Minneapolis, and he couldn't do the Disney Plus show. Come on. I think they're saving him for a later reveal. All right, let me let me let me argue against you. One, uh, Charlie Conway is a role model to all. When Gordon Bombay tells him to cheat, he says no. And yes, while he has a hot mom, which we all could appreciate at the time, and coach is definitely plowing mom, he still earned his way. He practiced the triple deke and went and scored and beat the Hawks. Then when we get to Mighty Ducks two, not only is he the person that gets the whole team together. Not only is the person he who thinks, hey, Coach McKay, you come down here. Let me show you how to coach. Then, when Adam Banks finally gets healthy, and I, there's no arguing Adam Banks is better. He recognizes that he is not the best person. He is not the prima donna. And he says, no, I'll sit this one out, Coach. Let Russ Tyler stay in there. His knuckle puck is going to be more important. I'm coaching with you. That's why Charlie Conway is an American hero. I'll, I'm going to end this fight with this. Two things. One, I want to see the results of his PED tests between the second and third movie. Okay. Or was wait no hold on you, we, we you've re- said we that a couple times. We don't recognize the third movie in any. Uh, no, it's no, it's there. Wait, it's wait there. a minute. Uh, of course we do. Wait a minute. Was there actually a PED test? Because you said this a couple times. <laughs> no, but he, no, no, but he became he basically became like the best talent, the most talented player on the team. He was he was almost the equivalent of Adam Banks in the third movie, which was ridiculous. This was like Why? the. Uh, because he was the perennial coaches award kid, and then somehow like like and the third movie takes you act place. Like people can't develop, dude. The third movie takes supposed to take place like six weeks after the Olympic Games. For Hold God's on, sake. developed. Jordan, Jordan, he's oh a seventy sixers fan, and Ben Simmons has never developed, so he doesn't believe yeah, it happened. Exactly. Well, that, so I'm jaded. That's true. Yeah. So one, I'm still away. <laughs> it's funny you did they actually have a PET test. <laughs> Uh, no, you've one, said it so many times. I'm like, wait yeah, a minute. yeah. Let me see the results of his PE test. And two, I'm not convinced that he didn't make a deal with the Monstars and they stole Jesse Hall's powers, and that's why Jesse Hall wasn't in the third movie. Hey, I love Jesse Hall. Done. All right, let's Done. get let's get to the the pod. Yeah, they had to, they had to cut Jesse Hall out of the movie so that Conway could be the best player. Can jerk <laughs> off. All right, let's get to the pod's number one screw up, and I'm gonna go back to episode number one. Ooh, all the way back. Oh, I did my research. 
Hopefully it's just not the pick because you could you could find oh. plenty of those. Oh no, it's it's a it's a little it's a little boxer named Tiafimo Lopez. Okay. You Loma sexuals out there built Loma up, and Loma didn't decide to start fighting until the seventh round. Words words hurt. Hey, okay. this words was your number hurt. one. It's number. It's one also also why it's taking you fifty two weeks to come on the podcast. But hey, <laughs> hey, I, hey, I, I beat out half our fantasy league. That's I'm, true. I'm okay with that. That's so, true. Uh, I realize that uh, Tiafimo has been a punching bag of the pod, and deservedly so, because that fight's never going to happen. But going back, do you regret going as hard in on Loma as you No, did? and I, I disagree. I, I felt like I – and I didn't go back and re-listen, but I felt like I was like – and it might have just been because I was like nervous, but like I, I felt like I gave Tiafimo like respect because of his power. Like I like faltered before I picked Loma as like a sure thing. I think it was more of – He's got the experience, like, you know, we I, we were I was worried about the layoff, but I was like, ah, oh, he'll probably win. All right. I, I I I think I I don't know. I I think I don't think we were. Jo definitely was. Oh, I that's definitely what it was. was. Jordan, and, and, Jordan and again, was hard I was, on Loma. I was coming again. I was coming fresh off of being a casual. And yeah, that's true. Cause you yeah you didn't you you didn't even you didn't you weren't sure who Tiafimo was until the Comey fight. Yeah, and I'm just no, and, and we of course we didn't know about his shoulder injury at the time either. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, yeah, maybe I would yeah. have been a little bit more measured if that was like disclosed. But I, I put I I'll say this: I want to see him fight again. I do, and I, I think I think he'd win. So there. I think it'll be a good match if it happens. If I, yeah, it was if, if that, and that's never gonna crazy. I knew this was going to come up, and that's even more. It's crazy that we started this podcast right when they fought the first time. And Tio hasn't still hasn't fought, fought. and he's not yeah since they, then. And he was like the one of the top two or three hottest names in boxing at the time. And it's yeah, just like down now nobody even cares. Yeah, but even even after uh, Lomachenko completely dismantled Nakatani, like the next episode, I I I even my early prediction is I still think Tio wins the second fight. I just think that. he's I just think he's I just think I just think he he's too big and he just does. What he's like, what he's good at is just a bad stylistic matchup for Lomachenko. All right. So I, I, it would depend. And again, Loma had such poor body language that whole fight. Anytime yeah. Tio threw something and Loma like lunged backwards instead yeah. of dodging. Even though we it. went back and watched it, like he's not even hitting him. He's just hitting his arms, which shouldn't have counted. Um, yeah. And it's, you know, what's funny about that too, Goof? Like in all these other fights we've watched, you see all these close rounds. Yeah. Judges have been giving them to the champions. Uh, which and they've said this like a bunch of times. We just saw it with Joshua, but this is why when Lomachenko said like American judges are biased towards him, that's why because like every this was a fight like he's the three. I know they all had like I know Tio had the IBF, but Lomachenko was the three belt pound for pound number one, and he, he, even close rounds they gave to Lopez. It's like what? Yeah. So and, well, your 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 other main quote when you're uh, analyzing boxing is they give it to the aggressor. And Tio was definitely the aggressor in that, f- at least the beginning yeah. of that fight. Most well, of this not most this of yeah, that that yeah. nonsense thing that's happening now. Yeah, but uh, that was like the first fight that kicked it off. Oddly enough, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that was that was our you know crowd stirs you up segment. L- lastly, we're gonna hit a little rapid fire. Uh, some of these questions uh, are you can answer in like one or two words, and then I have a, a bigger one for the end that is going to. Uh, that's going to be a little longer form. So uh, on the pod, one of 
the all-time sayings, a uh, recurring theme is Roll Tide. Who was your number one teenage crush on TV or in the movies, Jordan? Growing up, number one teenage crush. Teenage. T- TV um, or movie? Um, I'm gonna. There's it's it's a two pronged answer. Both blonde bombshells. Number one, Pamela Anderson, Baywatch. Number two, Jenny McCarthy. Several things. Singled out, probably. Singled out among was probably number one at the time. I would have guessed Shannon Elizabeth. I'm surprised by those answers. <laughs> That's an inside joke, but no. <laughs> uh, my uh, my height, my teen was definitely Jennifer Lopez, hands down, no contest. But I don't want to shortchange my first boy girl thing when I was like four and a half years old, 1989. Uh, Kim Basinger, Vicky Vale from Batman. Okay. The the queen of the Roll Tide. Got well, it. wait. Who was that blonde Drew that um she was real skinny that you were obsessed with? Oh, Tara Reid. Tara Reid. Yeah, yeah. Got, yeah. A, ca- got a got a cash machine. Oh, uh, <laughs> by the way, for Bun- the, Bunny Lebowski. For the listeners who don't know, uh, in the cafeteria, one of the first days of school in uh at Seton Hall, we are we're all sitting there, and Jordan looks across the cafeteria and goes, "Dude, that girl looks like Shannon Elizabeth," and. 30 yards later, as she walks past our table, not even close. She did not look like no, Shannon Elizabeth. Not, no. She looked like her third cousin. <laughs> From West Virginia. <laughs> Take me home, Country West Road. Virginia. God, you don't know the lyrics. No, I don't. So, no. okay. so for me, uh, give me give me a little Boy Meets World uh, Topanga. Oh, Ooh, nice. That's a good, good call. call. What was that? Oh, I, I, sh- I shared a recent one on Facebook. She was, still looks uh, the same, by the way. I know she yeah, does. Yeah. What was it? Oh, it was Topanga. It was Kelly Kapowski was a big one. Yeah, Topanga. I think it was... Uh, Winnie Cooper from Wonder Years. No, Winnie Cooper wasn't on there. And somebody, one of my buddies said, you need to have her on there. Danica it was, it was It was, it was Kim, uh, Kimberly, the Pink Power Ranger. Nah. Oh, good call. All right. Didn't she get into porn? <laughs> is that... Is, uh, I'm going on Google tonight. Is that a thing? I thought that was I thought that was well known. And I, we, I don't know. And we just lost Drew for the rest of the pod. Oh, I'm out. <laughs> I wonder if she's got an OnlyFans. Uh, oh lord. I don't know. I can't remember who the fourth was, but it was uh, it was funny. Like the four uh, the four like women they had. I was like, oh, man, these they were they were gold. All right. Next question. Uh, again, I I did a couple random things. This is one I'm just curious on. If you had to choose one game show that you can go on that you would totally dominate, what game show do you think you would absolutely crush, Drew? Oh, God. I was hoping you weren't going to me first. Uh, probably uh, The Price is Right. All right. Jordan? Really? I'm pretty good at guessing prices of things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty, I almost always guess the round right in the over-under. Ah, that's he's got a point there. It's kind of close, right? But Apple's, here's the key: does he go tomato, over tomato. or does he go under? Because price is right. I go, go under. under. No, yeah. I go on. I'm I'm usually under. All right, good good call, Jordan. Yeah, I like yeah. Um, I, on a quick um, Google, it does not appear that she was in porn. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I think someone in middle school made that up for me. Um, any hoodles, um. <clears throat> Uh, it. I just remember as a kid, like watching like Double Dare mm. and like guts? Legends of the Hidden Tem- Temple and Guts, and being like these unathletic kids suck. Like I feel like I would, I would do this in like ten seconds. All right. 
And that's probably what I'd say. Awesome. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go on. No, I don't know if that counts because now no, I'm an absolutely. adult. So. It counts. <laughs> I will give it to you. I will give 10-year-old Jordan dominating Thank you. aggro God, bag. I needed to get that out for like 25 years. Thank you. By the way, once a year, I go, I, uh, I go on eBay and see if anyone's selling a piece of the aggro crag. Me too. Uh, it, it would be our, uh, it would by be the our way, fantasy football trophy immediately. Speaking of, of 25 years ago and 10-year-old me, thanks for reminding me of my age the other week. I, I was, <laughs> thought I was turning 38. I'm actually turning 37 later this That's month. right. I had to correct him on how I old he was. appreciate that. No problem. This one's only for Jordan. It's a two-parter. First Ooh. one, does Ben, as in Big Ben, get replaced a la Eli Manning at any point this season? Eli's last season, he was replaced one week for some backup against the Raiders. Uh, does Ben get replaced any point this season? No, no. He he might get injured. Um, okay, but not but not outright benched. Not me. outright benched. No. All right. Uh, second part. If you had to choose from the following, who's the starting quarterback for the Steelers Week One of twenty twenty two? I'll give Deshaun you Sean Watson. Oh, uh, I was I was gonna say I was gonna but, give, but what are your other choices? I was gonna say Ryan Fitzpatrick, Jimmy Garoppolo, Deshaun Watson. Dwayne Haskins or rookie quarterback? Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. All right. One, it, I can't believe you're not picking your boy Fitzmagic after all the shit I had to hear about for two weeks about that guy. Oh, Lord. But two, the one thing that I always meant to bring on the pod when we did the NFL stuff that I can't believe I forgot for weeks was how, like, we were talking about the Steelers and the quarterback situation, and you, like, with a straight face – well, I assume it was a straight face over the phone. We're like – well, I mean, if Ben gets hurt, if Ben gets hurt, I mean, at least we have Dwayne Haskins and like, <laughs> like straight face. Like he's straight. Like he just. Straight I never it. said. Are you kidding? Yeah, yeah, me? Oh, you totally did. And I was like, oh my. I was like, oh shit, you got Dwayne I Haskins. Don't, I don't bro? think. I don't think it was as matter of factly as that, but you definitely alluded to Dwayne. <laughs> no, no, no. It happened. We'll go back. No, guys. It happened. Every Ohio State of quarterback sucks. I it never, happened. It no. happened. It right. happened. All right, hold on. We'll, no, we'll... It, plus they like Mason Rudolph. There, there's no. Which is also I never said anything about Dwayne Haskins. All right. You're All right, thinking hold on. I gotta, I gotta get a solid Don Draper pool. You're probably here. thinking about Adam Prim because mm. Adam lo- loves Ohio State quarterbacks. A- Adam, who probably Dwayne Haskins to sucks. Turn on the pod. All right, hold on. <sighs> Rapid fire. Let's go to he Drew. Just, he just, he just goes to the uh, the timestamps because they're the closest thing to a box score. There you go. All right, Drew, two parter. And this first one could be a real quick one. Oh yeah. Ben Simmons suits up for what in what team's jersey this season? Oh god, if there's a basketball guy out there that wants to reward me for all my loyalty, it'll be uh the Magic. I would say it'll be the Sacramento, Sacramento. Kings. Okay. <laughs> it'll be the Sacramento Kings. Uh I actually uh I sneaky think that it's going to be uh who did I come up with? Toronto. All right. Uh, if I'm if I'm the Thunder with my thousand picks, I may yes. throw a couple. If if I get if if I love that you said that because now I I don't want to jinx it, but now you've brought it up, so I'm going to say it. If somehow this debacle gets me my my Shea Gilders Alexander, mm. I I I may take my first absence from the pod because I my right arm's going to be so tired <laughs> I won't be able to do the podcast. All right, part two of the question. I That's mean, what I was. Gonna, I was going to say that actually. If, oh, they, are could, you? if they could get if they if they could get Shea Gilgis, then that would be a coup. Yeah. But. Oof. All right. Part two of the question. So the Sixers are withholding the eight point two five million, and I actually wrote this question before that came out. But if you're Daryl, you're Daryl Morey. Are you trading Ben for a low offer? No. Or, or are you holding out and just playing chicken with Ben's contract? Going, no. No. You're going to show up. 
No, playing chicken. I'm not, I'm, I'm not moving him until it's opportune for me. He can sit at home. There's, I, I said this, I, I don't know if I said this on the pod, but um, it's well documented that I hate clutch sports in Rich Paul. And yeah. Th- that whole thing's ridiculous. But there's no, there's no way that they can spin this that he looks good. Like the Anthony Davis stuff was easy because Davis is an all-NBA player who you can say the Pelicans just didn't put enough talent around him. This is totally different. This is all Ben Simmons. So, no, they're going to play chicken. They'll move him when they want to move him for the best deal until they 100% know that Dame Lillard isn't leaving Portland. He's not going anywhere. All right. Or Bradley Beal probably too. All right, next question. Yeah, that's true. This, I, but so for some reason, Beal like really likes Washington, and I he I loves the eight seed. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. He's like, I'm gonna make the playoffs and be gone in five games every year. That's yeah, my goal. It's weird. It's it's super weird. All right, he likes golf. He likes golf. Next question for both of you. After three weeks, which NFL team has surprised you the most, good or bad? surprised me the most i mean the two most surprising teams i actually picked making the playoffs this is kind of weird uh probably the steelers that they're so shitty mm. uh, i thought they'd be tell better. from my picks that that i have uh, that doesn't surprise me <laughs> <laughs> i just thought they'd be i remember when we when we were watching the pacquiao fight together tory came over and we were going through the Steelers' schedule because he was like, I don't, I don't get why people think they're going to be bad. And we went through the schedule, and we had them going like 12-5. and five. Yeah. So I guess that. I'm pretty – Remember, I had like 9 and nine or you 10. You did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, you're, you're there. I'm just saying I, I'm surprised. I, I thought they'd be better. I think that's – I mean, I think the Chiefs are an easy – it's easy to say. Like, they could really be 0-3 right now. But, yeah. I mean, I'm not – whatever. I mean, they've played they, – whatever. They, they're having some down games. Like, I, they're going to be fine. Just for the, the record, Steelers, though. I, I predicted Ugh. six and eleven for the Steelers before the season in our group text. That's impressive. And got poo pooed. Jordan, most surprising, good or bad? Um, boy, uh, I'll do the combination of um, where is it here? The common, I don't, not maybe this shouldn't be the case, but the combination of. Carolina and the Saints, um, okay. both being as good as they are, um, I think I picked them. I, I picked one of those teams to make the playoffs. I don't remember which one. No, I, I, I no, I wouldn't allow you to because you defaulted yeah. to the Rams and then you wanted to switch. And I said, no, you're not stealing. My yeah, pick. well, it's because you're a jerk. <laughs> yeah, um, both yeah, well, both things can be true. Come up with your own material next time. Why don't you just stop being a jerk? Because then that okay, you know I can't do that. You're asking a tiger to change his stripes. Come yeah, on, yeah, exactly. It's not a thing. Um, but go which, ahead, by sorry. the way, when you brought up Murtaugh, do you realize Murtaugh was 41 at the time he said, "I'm getting too old for this shit." Yes. Well, I'm turning 37 this month, guys. Yeah, so, so we're, we're pretty we're close. We're getting close. Jordan thought he um, was going to be three years away. He's actually four years away. Yeah, I got some time. Um, I'd say I don't. I don't even know. I. Uh, you, Carolina and I, I'm not ready for ne- for next week's pod yet. So Carolina and, and the Saints, I guess. I'm sorry, both of your answers were wrong. The correct answer is the Vegas Raiders. How about I'm never the... really surprised. I've always, I've, you know, I've Dude, I told Clark. you that them being plus two thousand to win the division was BS. I said that yes, in the in the you yeah. did. 
Well, to be fair, with the Chiefs, but, that you division. know what? I'll say the Colts. The Colts zero and three. That's my biggest. Yeah, one. and they usually the Raiders usually start off like good in the beginning of the year, and then they just like shit the bed to end it. So wait, you're, which actually, wait, am I, you're I, saying they climax early? Yeah, that's, oh. you know what? That's why you're a that's fan. That's why you're Amen. a fan. Hey, not to throw you off your game, but this is uh, this is one question I, I whenever we brought you on the pod, I wanted to pose to you. Okay. So what's worse? Because you're the perfect example of this, right? Yeah. I, I, like. Is it worse having a team like the Raiders that you're rooting for that like you just know they suck and like they're gonna they're gonna shit the bed and but eh, I get it like they don't really have a great roster their ownership sucks like this that and the other thing or is it worse being a Yankee fan where like this team should be winning the World Series every year and like they have the talent they have the money they have like the the ownership. And they just, for whatever reason, can't win shit. Like, what's what is worse? I'm not even being an asshole. No, I like, get it. like, what's worse for you? So it's not even close. Uh, being a Raider fan is so much worse than being a Yankee fan. Because here's the thing: the Yankees they give you hope. So it's always one of those things where they make the of uh, the ALCS, and you know we get to Game Five or Game Six or Game Seven. And, oh, you know, we loaded up on home run hitters and the other team loaded up on pitching and we strike out 18 times. But okay. at least you, you had hope. Yeah, we'll get, you know, we're, we'll be down two and we'll get two guys on and our two, three, four hitters are coming up and we'll strike out three times. But you, ha- like, you had that moment of, hey, this might happen. As a Raider fan, they've had one winning season since 2003. Literally, and, since, then, and, then, and then your quarterback broke his back in week 12. Since, well, since you've known me, in the 18 years, they've had one winning season. And our quarterback, on Christmas Eve, I remember where I was standing when I saw it happen. On Christmas Eve, breaks his leg. And then the next week, our backup quarterback uh, blows out his knee. And we have Connor Cook. The, my, my, my first in, 15, in what, 18? No, uh, in 14 years. My first playoff game in 14 years is being quarterbacked by someone who had literally never taken an NFL snap. The (laughs) Raiders find more ways to lose games, which is why this year is such a shock. And it actually kind of feels like that 2016 season where we're winning games like that maybe we shouldn't be winning. But I'll say this. One, Derek Carr has been underrated for a while and it's easy to shit on him i get it he you know captain check down but we've always been saying for decades raider fans if we just had a a run-of-the-mill defense a defense that didn't shit the bed every single week we'd have a chance and that's what we that's what we're doing this year we have an average defense whereas in the past Carr would lead us on this comeback we'd be you know down six with a minute 18 to go, we'd score with 40 seconds to go to go up one. And then like Miami last year, freaking Ryan Fitzpatrick completes a pass while being yanked down by his face mask for 40 yards. Ah, brutal. And they move into field goal position and they hit the game winner. Like, being a Raiders fan is so much worse than being a Yankees fan. It's not even close. Gotcha. So so the hope at least keeps you alive. I think I'd be the opposite. I don't like No, I, it's Shawshank Redemption. Hope is a good thing. Maybe <laughs> the best of things. No good thing ever dies. 
Oh, great quote there. That's 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 fantastic. All right, yeah, I I've always just been curious because like I, like the Yankees piss me off, and I'm not even a fan of. Like, I'm not even a fan. They might not make the playoffs. They, they might lose not. tomorrow. They might no. <laughs> they might be and, out. And Aaron if, if my if go. my if my Tampa Bay Rays beat them tomorrow, they may be out. I know. And and freaking Aaron Boone just like oh no, we we were gonna today his press conference. We were down ten runs, and he's like, well, we were gonna save Michael King for tomorrow, but we brought him in today. It's like we were down ten runs. Why are you bringing him in today? That makes no sense. So, oh, man. so yes, the Yankees they give you they give you something to do. Whereas usually by the Raiders by like week twelve, I'm like, well, I got my fantasy team, and that's gotcha. it. Okay, yeah, I just, I, I've always I, that was like I said, I had that, that earmarked for when yeah. you eventually came on just to get the uh, get the pulse on what's worse. Well, thank you. Our, our, my final question for you, and I, I pose this to you, and I'm gonna leave. I put it to the end for a reason. And it was simply this, because you're, you're both big boxing fans. I think boxing has been the segment that's really helped grow your fan base. If you were made commissioner of all of boxing, what is one matchup you would make for 2022 that we have yet to ever see? Jay, you, you go first on this one. Okay, so um, I went I tried to go a little bit more realistic. I actually have several. So for 2022 that we've yet to see. The number one that would be the best would be is if Errol Spence's eye hopefully is okay and if he could fight Crawford. That would be number one. Um, number two would be... Um, I forget who I was going to have Drew say, but... Um, <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? First off, the ghost said one. You got like twelve. Like, what, what am I saying? Right, Wait, well, one it, or two? Did you say one or two? It's it's your pod. You can do a top. Oh no! Go, no, 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 no! I well, never mind. This I'll, this I'll, is. I'll, I'll stop there because I I have I have like a, no no, have no like this 10. is this is so this is just like an actual fight, not not the flip flip fantasy one that I want. Right, to right, after yeah. Go one. ahead. Well, my my fight in 2022, and I'm glad you said Crawford Spence because I wanted to go with mine, but I felt like if you didn't say that, I'd have to say it. Uh, Lomachenko and Tank Davis. That's what I want to see. I, I have that, yeah. I've, I've wanted to see that for two and a half years. That was Loma's plan after, remember after, in that, after T.O. beat um, Comey with the infamous uh, Welcome to My Club speech that he gave he said i want to unify the titles and i want to organize a fight with uh gervonta and i mean what well, i mean it's not just because i'm a loma fan but like tank really is really good and people people like outside of the the mayweather and the pbc camp that shit on him and say oh he doesn't fight anybody like blah 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 like yeah that's fine but like he is still like really good like the fact that lomachenko's wanted to fight this guy for four years, it tells me that he's really good because Lomachenko only wants to fight the best. Like, he doesn't want mandatories. He doesn't want, like, easy paydays. Like, he wants to fight the best guys. These guys are both southpaws. They're both offensively aggressive, smart fighters. I, I put them at 130, I think. Like, I wouldn't put them at 135. Put that fight at 130. And I just, I, dude, I, I oh my God. I think it would just be absolute. Tank come down to 130? And that's, but that's the misconception. Tank has only fought one fight at 135. He was always fighting at 130, and then he fought at 140 against Barrio. Like, he, the only guy he's ever fought at 135 is Gamboa. Oh. So that's why, like, because that's, that's another reason why Loma moved to 135, because he couldn't get a fight with Burchelt to unify, and uh, Davis wouldn't fight him to unify. 
so that's why he moved up because he's like all right well i want to be a to these guys like him and the usics of the world like just having a belt doesn't make you a world champion like undisputed is the only thing that makes you a world champion yeah so but that would be yeah if i if i could get one fight to get made for 2022 that would be it all right so that was was my other one so for me i I realize I'm, i'm relatively new to the game I just want I want Loma to lose seven pounds. I want Inaway to gain seven pounds. You mentioned this on the pod a couple oh, yeah. weeks ago. I just want to see those two throw shots. I think Inaway would come out trying to blast Loma and just kill his kidneys, and Loma would just be trying to, as you guys say, downloading what's happening and counter. And I just want to see what Inaway's counter punch would be because he never makes it to the fifth round. Uh, I. <laughs> I, I think Lomo would destroy him, to be honest with you. Really? He was – and Goff, I don't I, know – I guess if, he's so much bigger. But I was yeah. going to say, I don't know if you've watched uh, any of Lomo's, like, earlier stuff. But, like, when he was at 126, like, he was big. Like, he, he was just, like, destroying dudes. He was literally untouchable at 126. At 130, he was unbeatable. It's when he's now moved to 130. Because, remember, he, he started later, right, because he was an amateur for so long. Yeah. So he was already kind of grown into his weight. So like that's why moving up to 135 is a bigger deal. But yeah, I I think he I think yeah I I think it'd be very similar. Virgandal is a different fighter, obviously, than in a way. It would be awesome for the however long it lasted. But I I would I would definitely pick Loma. Like I I don't know that I would pick Loma to be Tank. To be honest with you, that I'd have to think about that one for a while. But I, I definitely would go on that one. See for me, um, heads on the weight class. If it yeah. was 140, I mean, geez. Well, Lomo would never. Yeah, I mean, I, that's why I said one thirty is probably where they probably would have tried to have it. But uh, right. yeah, and so the other the other thing that I had, Jay, was a fantasy. Like, if you could pick any two fighters from any any of these errors to fight, ooh, who would it? Any eras? Yeah, that was that oh. was why I had I threw out I there. I didn't realize you said eras. Yeah, well, I'll go first. So mine, I thought about I thought about this for a little while, but that would, I, I've always wanted to have. Maybe we'll do like a full segment on one of the podcast. This is definitely a segment for the podcast. You can mine, you could do one I'm, per weight class. But I'll ruin. I'm well. I'll, I'll ruin my all time number one. Uh, mine would be a, a, at whether it's one sixty eight or one seventy five. Uh, the Canelo that we have today, and Roy Jones Jr. I feel like Roger, Roy Jones Jr. gets forgotten because he was just so much better than everybody. I, say, I and, feel like Roy Jones would, would just wipe Canelo, but maybe maybe I'm well, not. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, Canelo is such a great defensive fighter, and, er, and Roy Jones was such an offensive destroyer. It would be such a fascinating like fight for me to see. I, and it, like, I, I just can't remember like what's Roy – outside of him stepping up from 175 or 168 all the way to heavyweight – like I can't, I can't think. Like who's the who's the staple guy that he fought that he beat? That like you talk about that Roy Jones. It's just the body for him. It's more to me. I always think it's this full body work that he just was wrecking people because like nobody was as good as him. I feel like he's just in his prime would be so much faster than Kimberly. than everyone. Okay, yeah. I mean, I would, that that was my my uh, fantasy book. Um. Okay. I I see. I I I did not understand the assignment. I, oh my uh, bad. My bad. But what I I thought of as of today, so I I put if uh, see this is stupid now. Okay, never mind. Well, just pick a random pick pick a random one. Doesn't have to be great. Um, off the top of my head. Um, well, wait, did Fury fight Klitschko? Yes, he beat Klitschko. Yeah, yeah. Klitschko was old. Uh, yeah. may, maybe like 
maybe like Fury versus like one of the prime heavyweights. Lennox um, Lewis, that'd be a good one. Lewis, or even like, even like an Ali, because Ali can move, but Fury's so much bigger than him. Yeah. Um, okay. but I I picked other fights that. Okay. That what else we you got? Hope, that we what else you got, bro? What else you got? Uh, Canelo Benavidez. Uh, assuming Canelo beats Plant and then moves on. Um, Fury versus Usyk again, projecting if a few things could happen. I had Loma versus Haney Tank. You said I, I threw Lopez too in there. That's breaking the rules. Um, but even if what if, what if Loma is like can't get a fight and he's like screw it, I'll add five more pounds and go fight Josh Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I I think it's I think it's more realistic that he would drop five pounds and go fight like the guys at one thirty. That, that was my next thing. I said or he. That division's five, just yeah. That division's just better. If he drops five pounds and goes and fights Valdez, yeah. Well, or, that division that division is better. Or if Navarate, Navarate gains four pounds and he meets Navarate Ooh. at one thirty, yeah. Um, and then also threw in there, uh, honestly, a fight that should happen in twenty twenty two. I don't think it will, but Virgil Ortiz versus Boots Innes. Yeah, they they'll keep those guys way way away from each other. Um, yeah, those are all good ones. Like I said, top rank basically owns the 130 division outside of Gary Russell Jr., who fights like once every three years now. Um, when, when, when's the next time Haley's Comet's coming around? Yeah, but I mean, Lomachenko already destroyed that guy in his third, in his third professional fight. He whooped out uh, one of the best boxers we've seen in the last like 10 years, so that, that wouldn't happen. But yeah, I mean, Loma versus Valdez, Shakur, or Herring would all be really like... Oh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, really, really good fights to have. Um, anybody at one, I, 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 I do want to see Josh Taylor fight Crawford. I know everyone's on the Josh Taylor Tiafimo bandwagon. It doesn't do much for me. I, I'd love so to see Taylor. Taylor would go up to 147. Yeah. yeah. They start talking about it immediately. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. Like that would be cool to see those guys go at it. Um, I, I like when Tio goes to 140, I'd rather see him fight. I tweeted that today at, uh, was it Steve Kim? Um, like if I'm Lopez now, cause I don't know, like he's, this is tough. Like if I'm him. I would vacate that belt and just be like, because he's lost so much steam and money, like not, not fighting now. Like I would drop the IBF title. I would try to get a fight with Haney. If that doesn't work, he doesn't. He doesn't want to fight Loma again. So okay, I would just go right to 140. And top rank has Pedraza and Ramirez. I would just get get a fight. Go one fight of those. Ramirez. Like, that would be why, a good fight. Yeah, I'd rather see him fight Ramirez at 140 than Josh Taylor. Like to me, that's a more interesting fight with their styles. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Crawford. I just want to see Crawford clean out. It's it's gonna be so tough because I uh, we love Sean Porter and we love Bud. It's ah, uh, I'm gonna be so torn on like who I want to win that fight. But like whoever whoever wins that, I just want to see them clean out 147 and just take it take it to everybody. Uh, even though I think Spence might be done, like that's a, that's such a serious injury that attached retina. Yeah, you can't if you can't see, you can't. Fight. Dude, that's legit. That's like, I, I, like maybe he'll be fine, but I mean that. Then after the, I mean the car injury that he almost died in, like that's pretty wild. Uh, better BF Canelo would be awesome. Like I think Canelo wins Ooh, yeah, that fight. I forgot about that one. Yeah. But like at least better BF. Like better, better BF. Like I know Plants talking. Remember a lot when of I shit. brought that up and and then you agreed with me and then all of boxing Twitter was like, yeah, that's brought so it up, stupid. Yeah, that's, yeah the I'm two. Like, he already fought at 175. What are you talking about? Yeah, the typical two beers effect where we talk about something, somebody sees it, and they make it a national story. Uh, 
better be av yeah because you know like i said plant right now is like oh i'm not scared of you canelo but like better be of just 100 percent isn't scared of anybody he's just this crazy <laughs> like guy uh, yeah he'll he's like yeah he'll he'll he would just go at him like i said i think canelo would probably win but that would be pretty fun uh Berla, just put berlanga in there already with somebody at once yeah like, i was thinking get, about i mean i know too, he's still but... young but like whatever man like if these guys that's my biggest pet peeve with with just boxing if these guys can't if they can't um, overcome one loss, then how how good are they? You know, like that's to me. It's just if you, you know, like look at Canelo, like he lost to Floyd, and he's like the biggest name in boxing now. Like he overcame, like like you're gonna lose. Like it's sports. Like you have people have an off night. Like you know, you come back and you just you make adjustments, and that's what you do. Like Josh, like Joshua did against Ruiz. Like I think Josh will do against Usyk in the second fight. Yeah, that's that's life. Um, I'm trying to think of the heavyweights. Yeah, I mean Fury. I still want to see Fury Joshua. I don't. I don't care that Joshua just lost. I still think Fury. I would Joshua Wilder. I said the last pot. I was like, yeah, we love all these lighter classes, but uh, heavyweight boxing is still still rules yeah. today. So give me any of those guys against each other, and that'd be pretty uh, pretty awesome. You know, the one guy we didn't even name at 130, Burchelt's still there. I know. I thought about him. So uh, be, that's, I, I don't that's even a, know where he goes. I don't, it's another how's guy. His, Loma, Loma how's his health? I, who knows? I don't know where how his health know. is. But, I mean, he's still training every day. He's post post stuff. Is on, he uh, okay? That's good. Yeah, he's posting stuff on the pod. So, all right. Uh, yeah, that's what I got. All right. Well, I, 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna since I'm emceeing this thing, I'm gonna I'm gonna help wrap it up. And I'm not just saying this because. I've oh wait, been, hold on. Before you wrap oh, it up, there's oh, more. Yeah. You got what? You got you got any pet peeves for me, Jo? That's really riled you up and stirred you up. No, man, you're great. I love oh, you. Oh man, awesome. Clearly, I gotta say, clearly, only, Drew had a pet peeve that he wanted to mention, but he wanted to the let only, you go first. the <laughs> only, the only thing. Well, besides the butchering of the weight classes, that I, I, I just was like, I, he's got to be joking, right? But he wasn't, which was hilarious. His original sign-off was just the worst and creepiest thing of all time. <laughs> when he used to just like enunciate that piece. Thank peace. God we changed. Thank God, yeah. Oh my God, you said it. it was so weird. I was like, oh my God, we're gonna we're gonna be on Google in the bad way soon. <laughs> I don't but know, the, uh, but I I it definitely creeps me out. But I love when you do it when you go enchantress, enchantress. <laughs> uh, that was I was gonna say somehow I wanted to work that into the. Uh, into the segment yeah that those no, i always feel bad because you like when i listen back you have really good lines but like i'm just so I, desensitized to both you and just comedy in general that like i i don't do a good job of laughing at your jokes i'm just kind of like yeah yeah good one and but like you do have a lot of good lines and like i don't do a good job of like and I, the other thing is too, I'm like, do I laugh or like, do I just let the audience laugh and like stay out of the way? And like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do with my hands right now. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, yeah, the- <laughs> we, we've all heard this from all of our wives and girlfriends over the over the years. Drew is an acquired taste. That's that's our main defense. And uh, well, and I, I I turn it down like twenty notches on this thing. Imagine I, I if know. I actually imagine if we, I didn't turn it down. Do. We'd, yeah. be so, we, we'd be so good. That's that's two things I always wonder about. That for ratings, one if I was able to dial it up to like fifty, like I usually am, we'd probably kill it even more. And only you know only if we had like this like tight group of like friends <laughs> that we like knew and talked to every day. Who would like share the podcast share on? Who would like others. share it on their social media platforms? Mm. 
and like get the word of mouth going a little bit because all we that's the most impressive thing that we get you know again we don't get thousands of, of people that listen but all we do to share this thing is my instagram account again which your name's on the pod so you know six the, or like you know six months in one of my like, good buddies i play basketball with was like hey is that your podcast i was like yeah he's like oh i just thought it was this dude jordan's and you were just like helping him promote <laughs> promote it uh but I like yeah like I you know I, I I know like six people in the world that I like so the fact that like we get like you know and we've two gotten... of them two of them we both know so yeah exactly right <laughs> so that already takes those away uh, so the fact that we've ended up with like as high as like three hundred and twenty one time which was like nuts is great but yeah if only we had that like, a close like core group of like ten friends it's yeah it, if it's... they told ten if they shared it with ten friends and then their friends told ten friends it would be uh... it's almost like the person who tries to do that routinely ended up on the anniversary podcast i you know i it's it, it's remarkable we should have we should have just been nicer to people and made more friends in college jo that's what we should have done first of all we know that for you that was never an opportunity that was never an that's option true. all that's right true. so I'm, I'm gonna say this as the, as the quick wrap up because we're getting we're getting deep into this we're getting to deep waters to quote you two yes it's, yeah, it's, yeah yeah it's, it's not only because i've known you all for 18 years it's not only because we we took many a many road trips or good times. It's not because one night Drew slept on my bed like a dog at the foot. Um, I I actually really enjoy listening to this podcast. I actually look forward to when it comes out each week. When you move to Wednesdays, the and I it hit my my uh, feed on Thursday. I was like, ooh, what's this? Uh, I actually really enjoy it. I think you guys have done an amazing, amazing job. I'm I can't believe I'm saying this to Drew, but I'm actually proud of both of you. And uh, I can't wait to be back on when the Raiders are in the AFC Championship game. Oh, if that happens, you're you're booked. You're you're put put it on the board. Deal. Um, yeah, but like this is what I wanted to close with. Like, yeah, just share it with everyone. I think I like to echo your point. I think we're I think we're pretty fun. I think, and again, it's just all like. It's just alternative to what's there. Like, like think of the sports people that are there. Like, they suck. Skip Bayless like, not, they, blows. They don't, they don't think like normal people think. They think like, oh, how can I stir something up and, like, say something ridiculous and get people talking about me? And it's like, nobody cares about you. Like, <laughs> make make a good point on something. <laughs> it's, it's, like, so, it's like Gollum. You don't have any friends. Like, you don't have any friends. Oh God! Anyway, uh, I can only wrap it up in two words. Big Drew, kisses. Ah, I was gonna say Drew. As always, good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count. Toss it out. Everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd Get you that second round Go on and throw it out Talk about anything that makes you get loud <laughs>